Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Listening to Fox Sports Radio. I eat cookies good. Fox Sports Radio, welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Oh, live from the Geico Studios. As I, I can't be any happier than I am right now because I get to sit next to you and do oh, a show for well, four thanks, hours. Buddy. Frostburg's here tonight. Chris filling in for Tyshirt, who apparently has more car trouble. But John Wick 3 making its debut tonight on cable TV. That makes me happy. Well, it's part of so show prep and as we celebrate the entire catalog of Halle Berry. I'm just going to call it what it is. Don't spoil it for people who don't know that she's in it. Now people know she's in the movie. Well, we just raised a lot more money for them. Way to to ruin it. Escalated to a whole... I remember on her Instagram, she was posting training videos and stuff. That was kind of a big deal. Uh, (laughs) She trained for this role? Yeah, well... Months. Forget about the the acting part. You can talk about that amongst yourselves. The acting's Uh, pretty good. (laughs) More of the uh, just, you know, getting physically fit for any uh, fight scenes. You know, and I am always so dubious because you get that all the time in an interview 
with someone who does an action movie and they go, I trained eight hours a day for six months to do this movie. Like, really? Stop. Don't tell me you trained eight hours a day every day for six months. Because if you did that, you could be a bleeping professional. At, as uh, You could be a professional ninja. Well, don't tell me you don't Yeah, but Halle Berry basically you. said, Blake, you, I'm going to show no. it all because I'm 51 years old. I still see. At the time she was training for I this. still see you moving stiff and it looks like it's choreographed. Just stop with, I trained eight hours a day. Harmon works out on his calves for eight hours a day. I mean, I sit and flex for four straight hours. <laughs> Weight of the world on my shoulders as we come to you live from the Geico Studios. You know, the beauty of it is, though, John Wick 1 and 2, I've never heard any dialogue. Don't need it. No, but that's the you thing. It's it. been on occasionally late night in the studio or or I'm tooling around the house. And when I've you never... say occasionally, basically every time it's on. Yeah, exactly. But I've never paid attention to any of it, so I've written my own script to it. Because oh, I've never okay. actually heard that anything other than, well, I'm sure there's some, well, there's an explosion. And that these could... guys look like they're, they're shooting at each other. So I'm going to go. It's beep, basically beep, beep. the Matrix with knives. Uh, it's got Keanu Reeves. It's got Morpheus. What else do you need? Yeah, there is true. Well, there, no, there's a lot of guns. There's a lot it of guns. It is missing Trinity in a leather suit. It is. Well, but we got Halle Berry. So there that's you have that. That's a good trade off. That, that's, that's a pretty I good. Think... I would take that trade. I mean, I like Trinity. I like Harry Ann Moss. But I, I, I take Halle <laughs> no, Berry. That's an upgrade. That's, that's no a Halle question Berry about trade. it. That's all I ever talked about. Uh, so, uh, as we watch this, we have everything else on in front of us. And now, we're going to tell you about a rat. So family's all rats. Would have loved to be a rat. Start things off with a rat. He's only been a national champion for a couple of days. But LSU quarterback Joe Burrow is a rat. If you may remember from the national championship game on Monday night following LSU's win, Browns wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. was seen on the field handing out money to players. And the first reports came out, here was Odell so excited, LSU, Odell Beckham, handing out fake money to people is a mm-hmm. fun little gag. Okay, That's ha, all the ha, money ha. that we had, Karen! So, all right, that was kind of fun, Odell showing up, being something fun. But oh, no, 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 no. As far was the money fake? Well, here's Joe Burrow, who appeared on Barstool Sports Pardon My Take podcast today, saying, Oh no, the money, oh no, the money he was handing out wasn't fake. Joe, they'll give you money. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I'm, not a, I'm not a student athlete anymore, so I can say, yeah. Yeah, Odell was giving out real money. So family's all rats. Yeah, to college. He's just ratted about, and he caused a problem for the school now. He's giving out money to college kids. Yeah. Whether, no matter how much we mock it, and we mocked it as it occurred, we mocked it in its aftermath, and you get it today. People are like, ah, oh, you watch. They'll, they'll have to go after him. It's like, yeah, they kind of have to. They got to have to, because I don't know that he sought out, hey, are you going pro? All right, you get a couple. You going pro? <laughs> you get a... Like he may have indiscriminately given cash to everybody. Before you think this is well, what kind of big deal is this? Uh, the LSU athletic department issued a statement today saying they were aware that apparent cash was being given to players by Beckham. They've been in contact with both the NCAA and the SEC, the Southeastern Conference, not the Security Exchange Commission. <laughs> well, they can and, get after them too, and with the SEC regarding the matter. So they're going to figure out exactly what kind of a violation this is, how it falls. But let's get to that in a second. Let's deal with the ratness of Joe Burrow. Yeah. Right? Now, I get the part of he doesn't want to lie because eventually if it turns out that they find out Odell was giving out money and if Odell's giving out real money, eventually that story's going to get out. So I get 
not wanting to to lie about it. Except, boy, if I lie, that looks bad. But you got to blow that question off. All right, because all you've done now is rain down an investigation on your school. Because, oh, yeah, I'm not a student athlete anymore. Ha, ha, ha. Well, what about everybody else? What about everybody else you left there? What, what about potential probation, potential penalties against LSU? Because you decided, I don't care. I'm not there anymore. I'm the number one pick in the draft. I mean, really, I, I get that it's fun. You're a 21, 22-year-old kid. You just won a championship. You're on podcasts. You know you're going to be the number one pick in the draft. And how many people have we seen this to? The minute they're done with college, it's, I don't care what happens, and I will throw my university under the bus when it comes to it for whatever money I took or, or expenses, I whatever it was. I don't care because I'm not there anymore. You know, that's a thing that if I'm at LSU – I'm pissed at Joe Burrow for ratting this out, and the NFL is going to look at this and go, oh, I don't know they like the fact that here's the leader who said, yeah, ratted everybody out by saying we're getting money. I also want to go slap Beckham Jr. upside the head. Let's deal with the ratness first. Let's deal with the ratness first, all right? Yeah, the ratness ratness. first. I mean, if he lies, it goes into his draft stock. Did you take money? Did he give you money? Maybe his agent will be Brett Ratner, TJ. Okay, so maybe his favorite song is... Round and round, TJ. Wow, you're getting rat into the show immediately. I mean, his his he's going to be the number one pick. So that's not going to matter. No but matter you know, what, it doesn't right. matter if he took a billion dollars in cash. Right. He's the number one pick. But you know, NFL teams are going to go. Oh boy, this you know we're, we're not a character. We're issue. not a fan of this guy. But no, but I I'm not a fan of him. Say so, okay, hey, I'm not getting anything anymore. The good times are over for me. I'm withdrawing from school. I'm getting ready for the combine. Getting ready for my interviews. All this stuff. My 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 life lies beyond Yellow Brick Road. I just threw sixty touchdowns over the course of the season. Won a national championship. Uh, the fact that you couldn't blow the question off and let somebody else answer, let somebody else be the guy to, hey, Odo Beckham was giving out money. I mean, you, you could have done that. You could have just, instead of looking for the fun one-liner here, you could have just said, oh, that was insane. He's handing out stuff. I don't even know what it was. It was. It looked like it was cash. I don't even know. It was, he, it was great seeing Odell. He's an LSU legend, and you move on. Well, yeah. Glenn, and you, you move on. You it was in the moment. Attention, I don't right? know what you, happened. You, you, got, you dropped everything at your locker, or you handed it to somebody. There's confetti falling. I mean, you know, unless I don't they know. show you with the serialized bill spending it there's really no proving uh what you actually did with it all if you, if you paid any attention i mean a couple of guys they're they're on video excited he was trying to sell jefferson shoes for a quarter billion dollars or something like that uh in the locker room right uh stuart mandel who writes uh for the athletic he's the editor-in-chief of their college football site he, he replied with the question of all right how does this go in terms of cheating he goes, quote, seriously, you think this was part of some collaborated scheme to pay players? The guy was drunk and acting like a crazy person when I was in the <laughs> locker room, uh, end quote. So you've got that rolling for it. Ed Ogeron was asked about it after the game. First time hearing about go it. Go Tigers. <laughs> you know, he was all jacked Thank up. You guys, and go Tigers. That was eating a ham sandwich. And it's, uh, guys, that was really good. The ham sandwich tastes like victory. And then uh, I, I, instead of lettuce, it was dollar bills on it. I yeah. paid cash for it. Not, not to guys, segue or uh, divert or take a left turn at all. Did you see him when he was back on, on, on land and going the next morning and high-fiving people? I'd be scared as hell as if he was coming with the look he had on oh, his face. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was going to run through the gates and knock you over. He's intense. Right? He's intense. <laughs> Just crazy stuff, but yeah, Joe Burrow and his family are rats. So Burrow rats out. Not that it wouldn't come out anyway, but why do you have to be the guy? Why do you have to be the guy to do it? You're the quarterback. Dude, it's about decision-making. You just showed a great season of decision-making. Instead, yeah, I don't care because I'm not there anymore. Yeah, 
go go ahead now. Oh, now the NCAA has got to talk to LSU and and look. Obviously, that's the first part. The second part is, is this really something you don't expect Odo Beckham to do? We've told you how he only really cares about himself. Now, this is a fun thing, but he knows, he knows this would be a thing if he gives out money to players on the field, even for a gag. He thinks he can do anything he wants and not have to be beholden or responsible to anybody. That's what you can say blanketly about him for his entire career. Why is he out of New York? Because none of the things he thought he did was worthwhile of the Giants wanting to push him out for. The Giants would say, well, hey, you know, you shouldn't have done X, Y, and Z. You shouldn't have punched a hole in the wall. You shouldn't have gotten penalties. You shouldn't pretend to urinate on the field. You sh- shouldn't have married the net. You know, you shouldn't have gone and, and posted that picture online uh, before the playoff game. And Odell said, well, I don't think that's that big a deal because he believes he is beyond reproach and I can do whatever I want to. And this is why he's an ex-member of the New York Giants. Why was he involved in controversy all year this year? Because I can wear a watch on the field. Why are you making it about wearing a watch on the football field your team is struggling but no I want to wear a watch because I want to be cool and I want to be a star and that's what I enjoy doing this is what Odell Beckham likes and he doesn't care what anybody else does he knows this is a violation he just doesn't care I'll be one I don't care man I'm giving away money because the NCAA is wrong if they come down and punish and punish these kids and that's wrong okay in your head I can see how you reconcile that but in the real world I mean that's a violation yeah, but you already went before the playoffs began right LeBron sent beats to all the Ohio State players and Odell sent a bunch of Nike shoes to the LSU guys. You did your part. Yeah. It ain't about you anymore. Take pictures with guys and shake their hands or whatever. But you, now you made it about Odell. And now it's something that the administration has to spend more than four minutes on. You've screwed them over. Right? <laughs> this isn't an asked answered. No, they had to first put out a statement which was obviously incorrect. Right? Because they thought it was funny money, monopoly money. That it might have had little pictures of Odell on there or something. But then upon realizing they were nice, crisp, new $100 bills, now you've got a problem. And now you have to go back and try to retrieve those bills so that this doesn't become a mess? Hey, anybody that got money from Odell, I could guarantee a bunch of the guys that are done with their eligibility is like, I'll see you in hell. Great cash, that, was, that was my bonus for what I did and the hurting I put on Clemson. Beat it. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome. I mean, look, this is Odell Beckham. He can't even get in the offseason not play and not be involved in controversy. I mean, this is I mean, he, he knows better. He knows what this means, but I don't care because I can do what I want. And what's what are they gonna do to me if they find out? Hey, I wanted to be the cool guy. Look, Odell was giving away money, man. That was pretty cool. It's not but a I don't real care. crime. I'm gonna be the cool guy. It's it's an NCAA crime. Okay. That's the sound That's that it. It's an NCAA crime. Okay, but and it's and Burrow's it's, not in the NCAA anymore. It's, well, no, no, no. Well, the other fine. guys he gave money to. The other to. 32 guys that declared eligible. Yeah, 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 there's, but you. That's not but on there's a lot of guys. Here's you. You see here's that you. string? I mean, I, my Twitter was just going nuts. My text alerts. Hey, this guy declared. And this guy's got... Whoa! You know what I like? You lost half your team, Edo. You know what I like the fact about this? Thank the, you guys. Go Tigers. This is not... You know, sending shoes 
or sending beats. This is the example of what can you not do in college sports. Well, kids can't take money from people for their performance on the field. And what do we get? There's video of someone actually handing money to the kids for their performance on the field. But you watch, you watch all those baking competitions, right, with Zoe. I do with my kids. You know, they, they've now got the thing where they have the little money gun. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sure. He might as well have had one there of those. Go, guys. Shoot it out. Look at he's got him on his hips and the whole nine yards. I mean, like quote the great Kenny Powers. Uh, dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> well, there's, there's other great Too quotes. early. <laughs> Slide over baby hours, not begun yet. 877 on Fox, 877-996-6369. AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road, like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. If you're having trouble starting your car, AutoZone will test your battery for free and help you find the issue so you don't spend money on parts you don't need. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, autos hiccup, hiccup, I'm having too much, hiccup, hiccup, hiccup. Let me tell you something, Mike Harmon. <laughs> with over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Coming up next, another day, another development in the Astro sign-stealing gate. And it looks like maybe the last man standing may not be standing anymore in Major League Baseball. That's next right here. Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. And we got big NFL news coming up in about 10 minutes because guess who has been out of the NFL for about a week and a half and maybe finding his way back in. But as we told you last night, we spent a lot of time on the developing saga surrounding the Astros and sign stealing and the fallout that's gone on in Major League Baseball since A.J. Hinch. GM Jeff Luna were suspended, then fired by the Astros for their roles in sign stealing as the Astros had a very sophisticated way to steal signs. Back in the 2017 year, they won the World Series. This spread to Alex Cora, who was a bench coach on the team in 2017, manager of the Red Sox in 2018 when they won. He had to step down or slash agree to be fired by the Red Sox a day ago. A mutual parting of the ways, Jason. For his role in the... Astros sign stealing. The only guy left right now standing is Carlos Beltran, but really for how long? Because in Rob Manfred's investigation, only two names were mentioned when it comes to who was pulling off this sign stealing relay involving electronics and banging of a trash can. And it was Alex Cora and it was Carlos Beltran. Beltran, who was a player at the time, avoided discipline from Manfred because Manfred decides I'm not going to punish the guys that actually perpetrated the crime. I'm just going to punish everybody else, which we spend a lot of time on that. But now this story has gone into a different direction. And now it's about Carlos Beltran because he's the guy that is the only one that's still employed that was mentioned in this report. I know the Mets are the Mets and when, and there could be a story involving them that's in completely so totally Mets. But and the season's over. Cons- I know they they have done so Mets things in the past, and right now there's talk on online that Carlos Beltran's niece is tweeting out that he's stepping away from the Mets, and you know she tweeted about him getting the job back in November. So there's all kinds of potential that, that this could be the breaking of the story, but which it's hard to verify that this actually happens because we haven't gotten official news from the Mets or anybody else. But you know this was the account that let people know, hey, he got hired back in right? back in November. Sure. So now you know potentially, but look, none of that matters because there's no way Beltran can survive this. Even the Mets. Have have to know that this is bigger than just this is our manager we hired to help us and to win games. This is a stain on Major League Baseball, right? This is something that baseball is going to take a long time recovering from because now fans are going to be suspicious again of just what have 
players done and teams done and what are they continuing to do it's it's going to be like the Mitchell report all over again what players are doing the PEDs and what are still finding ways to get around the test and it was a while before we just moved past that storyline this is going to be that case now it's okay other teams are doing are they doing it less sophisticated have they just not gotten caught and Beltran stands for all of that now He's the last guy. It's okay. Astros, done. Who is next? Alex Cora, done. He's out. Who's next? And here's Carlos Beltran, and the Mets have not said anything. I don't think they have any choice but to fire Beltran. I I mean, to go into the season with this hanging over their head for a guy that never managed a game with the team. It's not like, boy, this guy won three World Series. It's hard to say goodbye to a manager like that. Guy hasn't managed a game. And when he was first asked about his involvement... By the media, when this story was breaking because he gets the job and then it's announced that the Astros are being investigated and he played there, he said, no, no, I have no knowledge of this. Now, obviously, you go down the road of denial, you deny. What do you expect Beltran to say? Oh, no, no, I was a ringleader. Me and Cora, uh, we cooked up a scheme that was awesome, man. We had the phones relaying stuff. It was great. But... You Once you go down the road of denying, you get caught not telling the truth, that's going to reflect poorly on you. I, I don't see how Beltran is that much of an asset that the Mets can say it's going to be worth it to keep him around because he is now the guy that will face the media every day as Mets manager. Cora's gone. Hinch is gone. Luno's gone. These guys don't have to talk to anybody. You don't have to see them. They're gone. They're out of Major League Baseball. And here's Beltran, who's going to be meeting the media and talking every day. Mets are going to spring training very soon, and he's going to be the guy. Every time you see his face on TV, it's a reminder of this scandal. It's also I can't see him staying. a reminder of his punishment that he has to manage the Mets. Well, there is that, right but... There. The Mets suck. Yeah. Just when we go back to the the idea of Beltran, what, what got him the job, right? Was he was that invaluable veteran on the bench. Sure. Right. That was the selling point. They even said he knew how to pick up steel stolen but it, signs but exactly. in the game. He was the smartest guy, guy in the like room. No other. <laughs> I mean, he had that. I mean, look, his shoulder muscles, he made sure he, they were strong. Now, listen, Beltran. extra lifting. Wait, wait, stop for a second. Beltran had a long and storied major league career. There's no way he was the guy banging the train. None bigger they, than banging on on a trash no, game. they had, they had trash. one like the twenty third or twenty fourth guy on the roster was one. doing it. That wasn't come on. That's Beltran. How about not that at bat that. in 06? You want to go there? No, not really. No, I really don't want to hear about that. I really, I'm really, we're on to something else now regarding Carlos Beltran. Yeah. So for the Mets, it, it's just an annoyance that you just don't need, right? What what value has he instituted since taking over the job? Hasn't worked with the players yet, right? Maybe a little bit of meetings and. He got into a batting cage a couple of times, flying in and around, you know, the East Coast. But I don't see how you can't just cut ties now, save face, because you don't want to be. You're already a laughing stock, right? You're they're already looking for reasons to poke at the Mets before you get to spring training. Whatever the roster is, past failures, what the Yankees went and did this offseason and where they're they're ready to roll. So, I mean, all the headline writers are, are waiting for the failure, and they're all going to be lines about Beltran. Every loss is, what, he couldn't steal a sign to generate that extra run? Couldn't tell that fastball was coming. You, you couldn't tell Alonzo in the ninth inning it was a fastball that was coming when he struck out with the bases loaded, Carlos. But that's what it becomes, right? It becomes mockery and derision, not just from the fans, but the poison pens of your media. And it's something all the guys in your clubhouse then have to wear every day. It's just not worth it. It's not worth having that distraction and that around. Cora, gone. Beltran, the most valuable last man on the bench because he could pick up and steal signs. Well, now we know how he did it. 
an elaborate scheme. That's it. It's a scheme, just like when they're trying to get uh, parole Danny Ocean at the beginning of Ocean's Eleven. Is it uh, that you've never been involved, or is it just you got caught? <laughs> I was depressed. My wife had left me, yeah. and I found myself in a self-destructive pattern. Is that what he's going to try to say? No. You got a problem. If I thought for a second there was a way out of it, the Mets could let it play out, stick their heads in the sand, but they can't because it's not just a Mets thing. It's a Major League Baseball thing. Whether they want to do it or not, I'm, I'm sure they don't want to do it. Of course not. The Red Sox didn't want to have to push Alex Cora out, and the Astros didn't want to have to fire their manager and their GM a month before spring training. But it's such a bad story, and it's it's no, nothing good comes of this, and it's going to continue to come out over the course of the next few months. What's going to happen if they keep Carlos Beltran, and then in a month and a half, Yahoo comes out with, hey, we did a big investigative report on this. Wait till we tell you what exactly Carlos Beltran did when he was with the Astros. And now it's, uh, now, now you got to fire him then? Because now you, you can't wait for the other shoe to drop, because you know there's going to be all kinds of shoes dropping. There's going to be drop, drop, shoe, 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 everywhere. That's what's going to happen. It's raining shoes. It's going to be raining shoes. Fire it in there. Drop, 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 drop. Can't wait. Shoes. I get my emails all the time about shoes dropping, but not necessarily in that fashion. If this was, if this was a great manager, if this was somebody that piloted you to numerous championships, this was Bruce Bochy. If this, I would say, okay, maybe not. But even if it was, if he's implicated in this. It's time to, you know, wash your hands. You got to go Vegas blackjack dealer and be done with it. And I got to think that Major League Baseball on some level is kind of putting the screws to them a of bit. Of course saying, they are. Let's go. You, you got to do Let's this. Let's just get this finished so mm-hmm. everybody involved. They're going to have to deal with the fallout of the fact that none of the players got hurt in this, which you and I talked about at length. We disagreed and had a little bit of a disagreement with our guy, John Paul Morosi, when he came on MLB Network, Fox Sports. Find the podcast, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you pull down podcasts, download parts or the whole show. Give it five stars. We'll love you forever. Uh, but talked about that a lot yesterday, just the the idea that the players get to skate. The only thing they're going to have to wear are questions from media members as they hit the road for those first road trips. Beyond that, everybody gets to play. Uh, these guys, they all are the named co-conspirators in a scheme to defraud Major League Baseball and the fans. Done. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Yeah, Mets, uh, call Bruce Bochy, call Mike Sosha. I'm sure they would love to come and manage that pitching staff for at least one more year. Uh, coming up in 90 seconds, guess who could be on his way back into the National Football League after not being gone for very long? Is it John Stamos? It is not John Stamos. <laughs> and it's not. His name is John no, it's not. <laughs> It's neither of them. We'll tell you who it is in 90 seconds, but first, David Gascon has what's trending. He's DJ. changed his name to John for the rest of the night. <laughs> Guys, we'll start things off in Houston right now. Portland leading 51-42. This ball game's near the end of the first half in that affair. Denver up big over the Charlotte Hornets, 68-49. Michael Porter Jr.'s got 17 points and four rebounds. Pacers just beat the T-Wolves by five, 104-99. Then earlier today, we had a couple of games that also went final. One of them was the Brooklyn Nets falling in Philadelphia, 170 to 106 and Detroit got 22 from Derek in their own backyard 116 to 103 was the final score Gordon Hayward had 25 in a losing effort meanwhile in college basketball Jermaine brings it ahead to midcourt gets to the three-point line puts up the three he banked it in South Carolina upsets Kentucky Jermaine Cousinard and the Gamecocks have taken down Kentucky 
So that's the biggest upset of the night. Number five, Butler did get beat at home by Seton Hall. 18th ranked, by the way. 78 to 70 was the final. Number nine, Florida State beat Virginia by four, 54 to 50. Meanwhile, on the ice, there's just two games going on right now. Actually, one just went final. Chicago beat the Montreal Canadiens. 4-1 was the final. Philadelphia was up 3-1 late in the third period, and St. Louis just scored back-to-back goals. Alexander Steen, his fourth goal of the season, just tied at 3-3, 5-23 to play in the final frame. Back to Jason Smith and Mike Carmen. Just 10 seconds, but first a word from Farmers. Bundle home and auto with Farmers Insurance, and you could save an average of 20%. We know a thing or two about how to save a buck or two. Call 1-800-FARMERS to get a quote today. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Reported 2018 nationwide average savings underwritten by Farmers, Truck, Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. And here we go. Fellas, back to you. Thank you, DG. Appreciate it, my friend. Live from the Geico Studios, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon. Our best of podcast goes up right after our show is over tonight on iTunes, Google Play, FoxSportsRadio.com. You can use the iHeartRadio app, iTunes, Google Play, FoxSportsRadio.com, iHeartRadio app. Listen to the whole show, parts of it, whatever you want. Rate us, give us five stars, and we'll love you forever and ever and ever. I'm going to shock you right now, Mike Harmon. You're going to shock me? shock you. How are you going to shock me, I'm going to shock you. What did I say regarding Jason Garrett all throughout this season in the NFL? This is going to be it for him. He's going to be let go. I don't. Tom have sim- Brady. I don't. You have hated s- him the entire. <laughs> you and Rob Parker sat did the tag team. Just a matter of who was louder about how much. They yeah, but Jason Tom Brady secretly more. loves Brady. Wow. Well, he's never been hotter. Come on, I would love it if Tom Brady would play quarterback for the Jets, but that's not going to happen, Chris. What are you, Vinny Barbarino? Yeah, no, yeah, sound yeah, me yeah. alone. No, I, that was Rob Parker. I'm Rob Parker in it for you. <laughs> I'm Rob Parker. And Chris Broussard would say, I like that. I don't love it, but I like it. Oh, come on, Chris. Deb, well, you, Deb, you got it right. <laughs> but that's just, suddenly now it's like it's the odd couple again. We, I could do, do both people. That, well, that's I could it. give you a show with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker and play the parts of both of them. Uh-huh. And my cheese was hot. That doesn't leave much for me. <laughs> and I, I like to hear myself talk, as does okay. America. All right, no, but for I just. Four I, no, hours every no, no, night. No, no, no. I just mean, like, if they ever wanted to take off for oh, their show, oh, I, I okay. could do that. Yeah, no, I mean that. Then I do the show with you as me, and you be you. And that's how it works. So I'm gonna write a, write, write a bunch of uh, t shirt slogans around the line of you be you. You be you. <laughs> Jason Garrett was going to get fired because this was it. This was the year where Jerry Jones's roster underperformed way too much, way too much publicly for mm-hmm. his liking. And I couldn't argue with it because Jason Garrett has had a long time to try to get over the top of the mountain with the Cowboys, been the head coach since 2010. No sympathy. Yeah, he's got to go. Mm-hmm. But now I'm going to shock you because with this job opportunity, I support him getting back into the National Football League. Did he go to Indeed.com and find no. himself a match? No, he no, should have. <laughs> uh, who is that? Jets, swipe left. Browns, swipe whoa, left. Whoa, whoa, I, mean, swipe I didn't left. put him on a dating app. Swipe left. I put him on Indeed. Bengals, swipe right. Dolphins, swipe left. Oh, my goodness. Swiping. <laughs> All the left swiping. Swiper, no swiping. Uh Wow, he went Dora. He did. Boom. You know, he just would have been nope. any Fox would have blended in, but the fact he's got to wear a mask. Oh, I know that yeah, swipe. Spoiler alert! Yeah, but the mask kicked ass. Come on. <laughs> uh, so he could be on his way back in as he is interviewed with the New York Giants for their vacant offensive coordinator position. 
This is why I like this. All right, the Giants, look, they hired Joe Judge. We have no idea if this guy knows what he's doing or not. He's not a name anybody else wanted to talk to. The Giants, whose front office is a complete and total clown car, has no idea what they're doing. They've shown you the past year and a half. They don't have a plan. They have a lame duck GM that for some reason they wanted to keep Dave Gettleman, but now they hire a guy when you should be able to pick and choose Anybody you want to be the head coach of the New York Giants, which shows you how far the job has fallen, that it's Joe Judge, the Patriots wide receivers coach. Oh, by the way, Patriots wide receivers stunk out loud last year, but still, let's go get Joe no, no, Judge. No, push the special teams part of it. That was more successful. Okay, our special that's, teams that's more an successful. extension of the defense. Wide so receivers, I... not so much. But, uh, but there you go. Yeah, yes. Uh, what was the big Achilles heel of the Patriots? The wide receivers. Let's go get the wide receivers coach. So. They hire Joe Judge, and who knows what this guy can do. But you bring in Jason Garrett, who immediately, number one, has a calming effect on the franchise. Jason Garrett's run the Dallas Cowboys. He's been through everything. He'll be able to handle New York. He will probably be a a great source of information, someone that Joe Judge can bounce stuff off of, and just his presence alone will make the Giants feel better. And it's 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 a it's a football presence, but it's almost like when a family member you really trust and need their advice shows up, you immediately feel better about a situation that you don't know what you're gonna do because this person is here and you know they're going to help you. That's what it's gonna feel like to have Jason Garrett in the building. All right, things will be okay because we have a guy that's run an entire ship before in Dallas and he's had to answer to Jerry Jones who wakes up differently every single day. He's lived in that spotlight for a decade, now coming here as the OC. Hey, we trust what he can do here is going to help us. And as an offense coordinator, what he's going to be able to do is be able to continue to develop Daniel Jones like he developed Dak Prescott, like he developed the Cowboys offense and built the offensive line philosophy out. As an offensive coordinator, Jason Garrett has done very good things. And that this would be his job with the Giants, both of those things, yeah, this is a good move for the Giants because they need, quote, an adult in the room before everything goes to hell. And he would be a huge stabilizing force there in the locker room. Well, you talk about three years as a coordinator in Dallas before getting the head job, the offense ran well under him. We saw what Dak Prescott became. How much is that? It's Kellen Moore versus Jason Garrett. That Jason Garrett might be one of those career guys where he's a good a good to great coordinator and an average, slightly above average head coach. Is that where we're headed to? Like we've looked at Norvell Turner, one of the favorites around Dallas, or a Wade Phillips, who was above five hundred but wasn't a guy that was a long-term head coach anywhere. Performed fairly well, but not that get you B to C, but a fantastic coordinator as we look for his next run, maybe in Cleveland. But for Jason Garrett, you're looking for a guy that want, you want to develop Daniel Jones. And if you're telling me my two candidates, as it stands right now, it's him and it's Freddie Kitchens. Mm-hmm. Which way are you going <laughs> after what you watched? <laughs> right? Wow. I, I, the choice could be Freddie Kitchens or no one, and I would say I like that no one. I don't have to pay that no one anything. That'd be awesome. <laughs> just we're just gonna roll a twenty-sided Dungeons and Dragons die, and it's that's like, our. Play it's like call. when 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 <laughs> what was Flanders running for when someone nominated him in The Simpsons? Someone said Flanders can do it, and he stands up and says, "Well, I don't know if I can." And Homer just goes, "Someone else, someone else, someone else, someone else." That would be what I would be for Freddie Kitchens. That sounds about right, right? Because there, there's the thing is that maybe he ingratiates himself to the ownership and that he becomes your coach in waiting 
And that's not, if I'm a Giants fan, I'm doing everything I can in a letter writing campaign, calling into all local sports talk radio and saying, no, no, Jason Garrett, I think you can bring him in. And I think he'd be a guy that'd be a good whisperer for Daniel Jones to bring that offense along. I think it's a solid move. I, I like everyone else, I'd love to see that expanded. Right. I mean, maybe maybe Eric Bieniemy's time comes a year from now, because as we talked about this, this coaching cycle, this set of head coaching jobs. Was there anyone you were really excited about? I mean, Carolina is interesting just because it's new blood at the ownership. Right. No, in retrospect, Mike McCarthy was, well, why did we go sleeping on Mike McCarthy? I I cannot believe that, because if you if you started this process over again, everybody would try to hire Mike McCarthy. They would they would fire their coaches before the season ended and hire Mike McCarthy. Yeah. I mean, he's the obvious case. I'm just saying for clamoring for the jobs themselves, they're not exactly the greatest collection of ownership and decision makers that we've seen in football here in recent memory. But for Jason Garrett, go to the Giants. Why not? Yeah, I I fully support that. I think that would be a good move for the Giants. It would stop the backsliding. And like I said, sometimes just the presence of an adult in the building calms things down. It would work. That was the uh, the mantra of this coaching hire. You've got to find an adult. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Lakers tip off against the Magic at Staples. On that coming up in a few minutes. Plus, we remember an absolute legend who left us earlier today. That's coming up next right here. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Base. Fox Sports Radio. I remember listening to this in college. Just blaring it out. I had a boombox just blaring it out going, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm from New York. Back in the 40s? I'm tough. I'm tough. Yeah. Did you wear lifts, too, to try to per- perpetrate a little bit of a, a more sizable persona? No. They, and I live. They, they would walk by the room and go, you're still in New York. You're in Syracuse now. Where are you from? I'm from Staten Island. Staten Island. <laughs> I took the ferry in. To get all the way here. All right. I made sure my mustache was really wispy. My hair was really high. Did you go get some brass knuckles that said love and hate on them? No, I didn't do that. How many days did you want to say Shutter Island? Instead of Staten Island. I, I, I think I've been to Shutter Island more than I've been back to Staten Island. How, how much money years. did you spend on size D batteries? Oh, like like eight of them? I need eight size D batteries, but mom would say no. Or not, 16. I'm not buying you eight size D batteries. $38 worth of batteries to power it over the weekend. Both places filled with Looney Tunes. What kind of batteries you need for your Walkman? I need three double A. Yeah, I'll buy you those instead. All right, I'll, I'll just let the radio sit here then and no one gets well, to listen to it. Well, because you can buy it. the giant econo packs of double A's or triple A's. Oh, I could just, I could just plug it in, the... but then you can't carry it no, with you. No, you can't put it on your shoulder you like know, a boss. Every, every hero needs his own theme music, and then you're trying you know? to walk with it and you're hitting yourself in the side of the legs ah bring the noise uh staples center right now lakers in action against the orlando magic still no anthony davis so far lakers trail the magic 16 12 midway, early. midway through the first quarter lebron james has not scored leading the lakers in points LeBron and James. no, and on pace for a forty-point night is Javale McGee. How about that? Who has eight so far? A perfect four out of four from the floor for the Lakers. They try to improve their thirty-three and seven record through 
40 games. Look, I mean, this is among the best they've ever had. Nine in, in a row in looking franchise. to finish off the first half of the season in the Dwight Howard revenge game, right? With the Orlando man. He hasn't been Is it yet. really Dwight Howard? Yeah, it's not Dwight Howard revenge anymore. <laughs> Guy's been gone for 11 teams. <laughs> I'm just trying. They're like, Dwight. oh, yeah, Dwight's on that team. Right. I forgot. He was playing for free to last week. Yeah. He was playing for free to last week. Well, yeah. that's it. He got his guarantees. He was just getting meal money. It was $20 a day. Well, Odell was taking care of him on the side. Right, so, yeah, here you go. Here you go. I'm going to hand out money. Every time you get a basket, I'll give you here, here, here's $5. Great cash, homie. So we'll keep you posted on this game as the Lakers try to get to uh, 34-7. and seven. But the world of sports lost an absolute legend earlier today with the death of Rocky Johnson, former WWE legend and father of The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, who passed away at the age of 75. Rocky Johnson was one of the big personalities in the WWE back when it was the WWF in its heyday of the 1980s that really launched wrestling into what it is now, the personalities that we still talk about. You know, we'll talk about Triple H as much as we talk about The Ultimate Warrior. You know, did we talk about Shawn Michaels as much as we talk about The Undertaker. It doesn't matter. The The 80s was that just that generation that's always going to live and thrive amongst uh, wrestling fans. And Rocky Johnson... Part of the big Soul Patrol, him and Tony Atlas. Well, two swole guys. Oh, yeah. Black tag team champions in WWF history. It beat the Samoans to win the uh, to win the tag team championship. And I remember, I think it was the Samoans just beat the crap out of them. And they got counted, like double count out or something. But Soul Patrol won the, the belt. And I hated the Samoans so much. I was so happy. I mean, now I would love the Samoans because their act was just, you know, they would just look at each other and just, you know, just just grunt and growl and say this was really funny but I couldn't stand them back then like oh I hate the Samoans I don't like Afa I don't like Sika you know you have your favorites you know that you like you don't like and here come Tony Atlas and Rocky Johnson and they were fun and 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 they were both really built and 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 it was god, god these guys are just in such great shape and the muscles are huge and they were so much fun to watch and you know they win and they were a fixture for a while for they had a good four year run and they were in a bunch of different wrestling circuits as well but they had a really good four year run when WWF was in the beginning of its heyday. Well, the huge tag team battles against guys like the Hammer Valentine. and Oh, and big, that, they had a right? big feud with Greg the Hammer yeah, Valentine. I mean, yeah. He was at his peak. So, I mean, he got into all that. Tony Atlas always doing the uh, the pose downs mm-hmm. <laughs> with everybody. Well, so you had that if your name is Tony Atlas, you're going to have no, to win kinda, pose downs. You kind of got to be swole. I mean, yeah. that's really... You know, Soul Patrol, but also Swole Patrol. I mean, Mm because these guys had to had to get after it. But Rocky Johnson was a guy who had a tremendous run. It's hard to think that he'd been retired since 1991. Yeah, it aged me uh, very fast as upon reading of his his passing. Uh, WWE tonight at their event, they did the ten bell salute Mm -hmm. for Rocky Johnson. You and I watch it online and and watch the fans stand and and give a moment of silence for Rocky Johnson. Absolute WWE legend, father of Dwayne Johnson. Uh, passes away at the age of 75. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. Coming up next, we'll get back into the biggest story of the night. Guys giving out money after the national championship game. And by guys, I mean Odell Beckham. Straight Fox. cash. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. 
the Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone Tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Firestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the Geico Studios. Lakers trail the Magic right now, 28-21. Boo! 2-18 to go in the first quarter. JaVale McGee's got eight. LeBron's still yet to score. He's taking one shot. He's, he's distributing. Is this going to be like one of those Kobe Bryant games where it's no, no, I'm gonna, I'm just not going to shoot, and you guys are going to have to do it. I'm going to prove that you can't just rely on me to make shots whenever I need to to bail you guys out. He may have a cape behind the uh, bench, so in the fourth quarter, if they're still losing, he would don said cape. 
And then he could do that his whole chalk thing again and walk through it like a superhero. You know, I, re- I really would like the the powder every time he comes he comes <laughs> into the game. Every time he comes back into the game after a timeout. Or just like, you know, before the final possession, do the powder, do the char- throw it. I mean, that would just be, just do it all the time. So a big supply of pack. You just reach in and grab some off the bench as you're going and throw it up in the air. It's like you're going to go do a bunch of uh, workouts, right? <laughs> you're getting doing the clean and jerk. <laughs> like, ah, he's chalking up. He's ready. You know, the funny, you know, every time I used to see guys do weightlifting, you'd, they would, they, their whole arms would be full of the powder. So, of course, they wouldn't sweat. And, yeah, the huge and chalk drop. and then the wraps and everything. You know, but I, I would think, okay, yeah, you don't want your hands to be all sweaty when when you're picking up weightlifting but at the same time i don't want my hands to be so dry that i'm dropping what i'm holding on that's to that's why you wear gloves yo and i but this is back when you couldn't do that right you, you had it all on your arms and on your legs and stuff and you, you did it what barehanded not arm wrestling what, what are, are you, you talking doing, you about weirdo? <laughs> i'm just saying we're talking about weightlifting yeah 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 I mean, with the hands yeah i mean just i don't know how much backer, were... hat backwards like stallone did and over the top and you're good to go when i put my hat backwards i become a different person you know i always i always wanted that truck that he had and over the top, it was a badass where truck. he could drive the truck and still work out. He had like the the weight the weights built in, so he could do like the curls while he was driving. It's not a bad way to go. That's a great truck. How would you like your truck customized, sir? Well, I want to be able to do some uh, bicep work I while mean, that, I'm stuck in traffic. He's Think driving. about that with the commutes we have here in Southern California. <laughs> Someone's going to come up with that. What are you a doing? A car that allows you I'm to work out steps. while you're driving. Yeah, it's called the Transformer, Jason. Uh, well, no. I mean, the Transformer does all the work for you. I mean, we're gonna. there's going to be eventually a car where you're going to be able to work out while you're driving. It's not a bad way to go. It's going to happen. I mean, you can't work out probably... Every muscle in your body, but you could work get work on your legs. You know, you could do resistance training, but you could work on I your mean, you arms. I mean, you work on bit. your glutes and all that stuff already. I yeah. mean, there's plenty of ways to do that. And I don't mean with driving. one of those crazy self-driving cars. No, I mean with a regular car that you're driving, you're able to work out while you're doing it. Well, you can get one of those things where you have the little nodules, right? Where you get the electro stimulus. Maybe we do that. <laughs> I think Odell Beckham's going to hand out cash to college kids before that happens. Uh, well, hey, let's go back to you Monday. You mean again? <laughs> the big story of the night in football, and I, I can't say NFL, I can't say college because it involves everything. If you remember Monday night after the national championship game, LSU wins. We were talking a lot about Joe Burrow and LSU and greatest season for a quarterback, greatest season all time for a, a, a college football team. Odell Beckham Jr., LSU alum, was seen on the field after the game and he's walking around handing money to players on LSU. Hey, congratulations. Here you go. Like Roddy Dangerfield. Hey, hey, uh, park my <laughs> car. Get yourself a haircut. Get my bags and put on some weight, will you? Okay. <laughs> hey, Wang, look to the picture. It's a parking lot. Come on, will you? So, he's handing out this, and, and it was funny because the first reports out, oh, look at him giving out fake money to people, and that's kind of funny. And then, Joe Burrow goes on the Pardon My Take podcast today from Barstool Sports, and he is asked about Odell handing out money. And Joe Burrow decides, I don't go to LSU anymore. I'll, I'll tell you, that money, that was real. Bill, they'll give you money. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I'm, not a, I'm not a student athlete anymore, so I can say, yeah. Rat. What a rat. Oh, yeah, I got money. I took money. I shaved points. All right, except for that. So family's all rats. Joe Burrow went a little far with the shaving of the points, but, Admit, uh, no, well, that but was, in general, you no, got he problems. He didn't shave points. I'm joking around. It's not. Shaved. How else do you think he bought that Cuban cigar? <laughs> 
You don't think Odell gave that to him, too? No. I'm sure Odell was giving people cigars, too, like they had babies. Here you go. Here, have a cigar. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, now, there was a celebrity that handed those out. I, I'll have to verify it. I remember. Was his name it. Odell? It was, <laughs> it was not Odell. It was not Odell. All right. So, first things first when it comes to this story, and this is Joe Burrow's part of it. I'd like Joe Burrow to blow the question off and not send the NCAA directly to LSU, which is what happened. Because after this story gets out today, that Joe Burrow says, oh yeah, I don't go there anymore, so I don't care. Great, thanks Joe. Thanks for being responsible. You wouldn't want anybody to say that while you were going there, but because you're not there anymore, you won the national title, you're going to the NFL, you're a quarterback, you don't care. Oh, I don't care what they do to the school now. I'm gone. Way to be responsible. And quarterback's supposed to be about being a decision maker. He could have easily blown the question off. Oh, you know, he goes, oh yeah, it was crazy. After the end of the game, he was handled. I don't know what it was. It could have been real. I, I, I wasn't even paying attention, man. I, I was. My head was going 100 different directions you know you're going to get that question eventually about the money and you could have said that not that it wouldn't come out eventually because i don't want joe burrow to lie to say oh no it was fake and then you find that it's real wait a minute you lied about money but there's a way you blow that question off you know how to blow that question i just in two seconds i knew how to blow that question well, off. deniability i had a oh, bunch of interviews to do whatever got attention. into my hands i immediately handed to somebody else i handed my helmet yeah i handed whatever was hand given to me i just passed off to my parents to an sid whatever yeah, i whatever. saw him real fast i didn't know what it was and i went on and it's over and then if it turns out because eventually we would have found out that it was real money somebody would have said something yes odell gave out it was real money joe burrow wasn't real money oh yeah it was but no one's gonna say oh man joe burrow how come you didn't come out and tell the truth but now here it is and because this is what has happened. After this went on today, LSU put out a statement saying they're aware that Odell Beckham was handing money out to people after the game. And now they've been in contact with both the NCAA and the Southeastern Conference about what is next. Is this going to be an investigation? Is this a secondary violation? Is it something they can blow off? I hope they can blow it off. I hope they can they can move on from this because here's a you know, here's here's a guy an NFL player giving out money and it's it's heat of the moment. Nobody knows what's going on. I hope they can blow it off, but maybe not because we had you had seven underclassmen from LSU declaring for the draft today. That's oh, a wait, lot of people. That story came out that that oh that oh Odell gave me money. Yeah, I better go to the NFL. Hey, guess what? I'm going to the NFL. I was going anyway, and he knew it. I mean, that's really the only thing you can hope is everybody declared because otherwise you're you're going to the all twenty two. Right? I joked about it at the night of. All right, you go into the all twenty two to figure out where Odell went and which player he slapped a few bills at, whether it was funny money with his picture on there or something hilarious. No, if you've ever gotten crisp $100 bills from a bank, that's what they look like. I mean, they're they're crisp and they... And it's they, easy to say, I don't know what this was. I don't know if it was real. He was being funny. It plausible you deniability. You could have blown it off. it off. But instead, you decided, I'm okay sending the NCAA here because I know what's going to happen. I know what I can and can't take. I mean, the, the first rule in college football is players are not allowed to take money for their participation in football. And this is video of literally players accepting money in person from a guy because of their performance on a football field. I mean, everybody knows. And it, it look, that's why it's such a crazy moment that I hope they can blow it off. I hope that the NCAA can say, listen, just return them, whatever it is, however they, they figure things out. 
this was Odell deciding, I want to be part of the storyline now. It's not, I want it to be about me. I, I can't just go to the game and, and, and sit in the stands and root for him. No, no. I got to make it about me. Even though I didn't win when we were there, I got to make it about me. And they can blow it off. But for Joe Burrow, I'm like, oh, boy, I really would have liked him to, to make a better decision there. And I'd say, oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm not, I'm not a student athlete there anymore. Yeah, I, I can tell you. Oh, what about everybody else now who's there? What about all the other guys who are there that have to worry about what happens because of this now? And now here's Ed Orgeron saying, oh, man, we just won a national championship and I had a ham sandwich. And now and we might wind up being on probation. Maybe USC will call me. I'll get to go out there and coach again. Thank you, guys. Go Tigers. Wow, you got to bring up the USC thing back. Yeah, I'd like to bring it because it's yeah, Ed too Orgeron. Too soon, man. They just fired a couple more people. soon. That were guests of that. Yeah, well, kind of had to do it a little bit. Thank you, guys. Go Tigers. Been, work, been working on my Ed Orgeron impression. It's kind of a little bit of uh, uh, just very gastrointestinal combined with uh, Billy Bob Thornton from Sling Blade. It sounds like Jerry Jones with gas. It's kind of what it is. No, I just say, you sound like you're having a little gastrointestinal yeah. distress. Uh, I had Settle a, down just a little bit. Had a, had a steak and cheese for lunch, and, and uh, right after got home, said, whoop, got to go. And, uh, you know, was in and out and in and out and in and out again. Finally thought I was done, but, uh, boy, I tell you, that steak and cheese. And then I thought I... <laughs> Needed oh. to get back on a plane to California nah. so I could go to In and Out. <laughs> Although they do have them in the greater Dallas area now. I don't so. have the patience to jack it with you today. Little, little too, little too greasy. Didn't uh, you know? Did, didn't they? Got to make sure you know pour the grease off every time. You know, you do the thing when I get a slice of pizza. Uh, you know, you get the grease on. You pour the grease off. You got to sit there for a second, watch the grease pour off, and then and I sit and I ate it. And that was what I did when I fired Jason Garrett. So did uh, uh, did not want any pizza, but uh, I had three slices. I think dipped. And blue cheese, I'll tell you what, dip your pizza in blue cheese. You never go, never go back to having it any other way, especially just the crust on the end. In the blue, what were we talking about? I forget. Uh, Ed Orgeron, are, are you thinking that you've morphed into <laughs> Jones? Because no, all the diet no, and problems you just described mm. are all things you've relayed of your own instances <laughs> here at Fox Sports Radio. Listen, when so I, the personas have kind of merged, when a man gets older, you find out certain things like, boy, you don't really process dairy like you used to. Oh, I thought you were going to say you celebrate blue cheese a little. No, <laughs> well, no. Oh, blue the cheese. whole town knows that. Dude, blue cheese is great. I'll tell you what. Dip your pizza in blue cheese. You will never have you another You use way. it as shampoo. You will never. Oh. I wonder what that would take if I could. You would shower in it if it were up to you. Mm-hmm. Blue cheese. Well, you know, I don't know. Would they, have they created one of those for like Bath and Body Works? That's I, a blue cheese. I kind of have a washing system. Blue cheese is one of those love hate things because I like the chunky blue cheese because the flavor is good, but I don't like the actual chunks in the blue cheese. <laughs> it's too. It gets too strong. So I want the flavor of the chunky blue cheese, but when the, I eat the chunks, I'm like, ah, the chunks a little too strong for me. So I kind of have to you know find a happy medium there with chunky blue cheese because creamy blue cheese is just okay you know you gotta have the chunky blue that's the real blue cheese we went from ed orgeron and my ed orgeron impression <laughs> to a deep dive on you, blue uh, cheese. you Jerry get Jones. paltrow to make you a scented candle <laughs> exactly Thank you. of your head dipped nah, in blue cheese i put uh, put blue cheese on my ham sandwich it was pretty good your bald head and lick it nah, it was uh it was a pretty good sandwich and now we're going to be on probation so uh i guess i'll call hayden's not there anymore right somebody else yeah. is, is the ad there I, yeah, I can see what he's saying. I see where I'm getting to my Jerry Jones a uh, uh, little right. bit. Uh, but, but as much uh, as we joke about it, this is something, given the pettiness of the NCAA in the past, that this could actually be a like a bone spur for them that just becomes an annoyance. Yeah. Right? To track down every bit of the money, because that's going to be one of it, uh, and, and you fear that one of the players goes and suddenly goes to a store and buys something with a big pile of cash. 
who still has eligibility. Uh, what did you do with that money, Odell Beckham guy? You, oh, I went and I got tattoos with it. What are you stupid? <laughs> is is what that are okay? You stupid? Like this, is Robert De Niro and Goodfellas. <laughs> I told you not to buy anything flashy. Take it back. <laughs> Take it back. I bought a lot of beads. What'd you, what'd you do with the money that Odell gave you? Oh, I gave it to one of the recruits that came to our game. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the money that we had, Karen. Should I not have done that? Is that not good? <laughs> what do you oh. mean you flushed it? <laughs> Why did you do that? You take Why? it back. Joe you Burrow. stupid son of a... You take rat. that back. What a rat. Joe <laughs> Burrow, rat. the rat. Would have loved to be a rat. Now I'm going to rat. No, always keep your mouth shut. Never rat on your friends. That's, right. That's the two big lessons Absolutely. from Goodfellas. Odell's not his friend. Joe Burrow's a rat. And Odell said, I want to be a part of this. Pros do it right to save 5% more every day by shopping at Lowe's. In-store or online, save 5% on eligible purchases just by using your Lowe's business credit account. Do it right for less and start with Lowe's. Subject to credit approval, cannot be combined with other credit offers. Exclusions apply. See store for details. United States only. Coming up next, we now know when Zion Williamson will make his NBA debut. What to expect? All that and all of the biggest news in the NBA on your way next right here. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Live from the Geico Studios. A big day in the NBA. We now know when Zion Williamson's going to make his NBA debut. We now know exactly how the Clippers wound up getting both Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, and it had to do with Drake. <laughs> Some ambassador you turned out to be. And, and so far, according to our next guest, it's Disney World up over Disneyland 51-36 as the Orlando Magic lead the Lakers eight minutes to go in the second quarter up by 15. And there's a reason why we're playing Jane Child as we get into great Canadian music artists of all time as we welcome in Dan Wojcicki, national NBA writer and insider for the LA Times, longtime friend of the show. Dude, what's happening, man? I was trying to think of other Canadians that could have brokered the Kawhi uh, Paul George meeting. Maybe the Arquette. Could Patricia Arquette have maybe set it up? Justin Bieber, maybe? Um, the, uh, Snow. the chubby guy in Bare Naked Ladies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brian <laughs> Adams? <laughs> Could have been Brian well, Adams. He, he was not the chubby guy in Bare Naked Lady. <laughs> Alana Miles. There was a comma there. Yeah. The, um, oh, I've got a really good figure skater one. I mean, Elvis Stoiko is the Elf- God, That's the best. Elvis that's Stoico. the best right there. Avril Bad Levine, boy. Levine's Canadian, right? She could have done it. She is. Yeah, so it's funny to, to pull back the curtain on uh, how the uh, sausage is made on one of my dumb tweets. <laughs> um, so I was looking up, like, kind of Canadians, and, and I wanted a fact check. And originally it was going to be Dave Coulier. Cut it out. Not Canadian. Oh, <laughs> just a just a Maple Leafs fan. <laughs> in, a, in a massive upset, he's from Michigan. <laughs> well, that's but almost Canadian. Because of like, I assume because of you know the Alanis Morissette rumors, <laughs> the, um, the you can't do this on television stuff, the early work on Nickelodeon that he was Canadian. Turns out, no, he wasn't. Uh, and the reason we talk about Canadian arts and Jane Child, who we played uh, a couple seconds oh, ago, I played that song lady. so many times in college, I can't even tell you. I, I, Did I, you have the earring connected to the nose ring chain? Well, that was on his boombox as he walked the hallways. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and, and when you pulled the chain, a parachute came out of the top of her head. 
<laughs> uh, this is because of the story earlier today that yeah. the plan for Kawhi Leonard and Paul George to join the Clippers was hatched at the home of Drake, which is really, really strange considering Drake is, you know, Toronto's mascot and he's done so many things for the Raptors. And this is where the plan was hatched at his house. This just goes to show how polite Canadians are. <laughs> is that you, 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 do, you do them a solid. You win them a title, and they just say, come on over. Uh, no, I, I think, right, like, so um, it, it's funny that it kind of it, it sort of happened this way. Um, back-channel conversations, I think, were being had between Kawhi and, and maybe not just Paul George. You know, I, I think the Clippers knew um, that they needed to upgrade their roster. I've heard that. They were looking in all sorts of directions, not only in Oklahoma City, because they didn't want to lose Kawhi Leonard. Um, I would not be stunned, and I don't know this, is I'm just speculating, but if Kawhi had a conversation or two with some other guys um, to kind of gauge their interest and stuff like that. I mean, Paul George obviously was such a natural fit because of his, his sort of love of Los Angeles, the desire to get back into the area. Um, basketball fits still a little to be desired. Um, but, you know, as I wrote in the L.A. Times today, or on latimes.com, guys, we're digital now. <laughs> um, you can read it in tomorrow's paper like the rest of the old people out there. You can subscribe on mine. Um, and uh, the Clippers are essentially right where the Raptors were last season at this point, like almost exactly. Um, you know, the teams, I think, were fifth and sixth in net rating. Offenses were both right around where they were. The Clippers' defense is actually a little better. Um, the Raptors had won one more game um, than than the Clippers had at, uh, at the midway point, but the Clippers have won more games when Kawhi plays. So, I, I mean, I think, you, you know, for all of sort of the Clipper angst that's been out there, and, and I've been a part of it, I mean, I feel like this is a team that's certainly underachieved, um, you know, and, and because of the expectations that kind of tie back to that meeting, right, and sort of what that pairing could look like, um, you know, maybe they are right on schedule. Well, we know how the sausage is made, and obviously we're going to find a lot no. more Canadian bands as we go through. Don't forget Rush or Leonard Cohen or Neil Young. The tragically Hip. The Tragically there Hip. There you go. I mean, you got that. Uh, so many that we could go through. Uh, Zion Williamson is going to play some basketball. Uh, yeah. It's funny because we were just talking about, well, the sausage being made, and that's the criticism, that maybe he's carrying too much weight to the next level <laughs> as he gets ready to make his debut. What are we expecting at this point? Um, I mean, anything less than him being better than Charles Barkley feels like a disappointment, right? <laughs> I, I mean, that, that, it's sort of the hype machine, and, and he's lived up to it. I mean, he lived up to it, I think, in college. Um, he lived up to it in the preseason. And then, you know, the, the one kind of concern was sort of, you know, how his body would hold up. And, and I think, to me, that, that's sort of the litmus, right, is can, can he handle – the half season that, that remains for him. Um, can, can he hold up to the physicality of it? Um, what does his body look like at the end of the year? Um, you know, does, does he trim down a little bit? I, I think those are kind of interesting questions, but um, I, I think expectations are high. I, I mean, there's really no reason not to think that if he plays the way he played in the preseason, that, you know, by the end of February, the Pelicans could be kind of back in the playoff hunt. Um, just because the way the West is, is sort of stunk at the bottom, um, you, you, for lack of a better term, that you, you know, and I think Memphis is, is, is has, a, has a chance to pull away 
little bit, but um, <laughs> you, you know, I, sorry you, about that. you can't make a phone call while you're <laughs> actually on the phone. I am gonna face plant. <laughs> Drake is all <laughs> Dan Wiki. Yeah, that was um, Canadian. That was Canadian actor Michael J. Fox on the phone. Sorry about that. <laughs> he was hacking out a code. That was that was <laughs> Drake and code saying, code for yeah, yeah. "Come to my sorry. house after this interview. We'll figure out a way." O S A. The remorse. No, but. No, I, I think um, you know the, the Memphis has is, is been such an impressive team over the last couple of weeks, and and John Morant's playing great, Jaron Jackson playing great. But I think a healthy Zion Williamson, based on sort of what the Pelicans have, um, and if they look, if they don't make a push here soon, like that team could look really different after the trade deadline. I, I think it's kind of a, a really interesting storyline, in addition to just kind of the, the car crash element of like wanting to see what's going on with Zion Williamson. I think from a, a league standpoint, um, the Pelicans have a lot of cards. And um, what they look like post-deadline will say a lot about what their expectations are about making the playoffs, not only this year, but how, how quickly they think they can be a contender next year. Yeah, but Dan, here's here's the thing for me with Zion Williamson is that how many games can you really count on him playing? I mean, this is the third year in a row the guy mm-hmm. has missed time with a knee injury. Obviously, his weight, he's got something. His body cannot withstand the pounding that you would hope that a basketball players should and this is when you know he's got to go play you know 40 50 games you know the most games he's ever played you know at this high level of competition was hey the guy played a handful of games last year for duke i mean i i don't know it's not that i don't expect anything from him but my, my expectations for just him staying in the lineup is what i'm looking at right now not not what he can accomplish just i know how talented he is but does he really have the the body that can stay in the lineup and withstand the pounding of the nba i mean i don't know that yeah, I mean, and that's the big question, and, and, and certainly it's a question that you, you hear get asked more um, as you see a guy like Blake Griffin have another knee surgery, right? Another guy who sort of was, and I mean, and Blake is, you know, like Kate Mossfin compared to Zion, but like, you know, a, a big guy who, who jumps higher than it seems like he should jump and lands harder than it seems like he should be able to land. Um, you know, and you've seen kind of how his joints have not been able to hold up to it. And I think it's a huge concern. I mean, there are definitely pockets of people around the NBA who've had these Zion concerns since, you know, around the draft, since before the draft. Um, you know, now that John Moran is playing as well as he is, it's a lot easier to hear people say, I would have taken John Moran first. Like, there's definitely, <laughs> there, there are people who, who um, it's not hard to find people right now who, who say they had him on the top of their draft board because of these reasons. Um, I, I still think that you're right. I mean, I think you're you're totally right. It's it's how does his body hold up to it, and, and then I think it'll be a really interesting test to see how exposed he is by the the Pelicans. How many minutes is he going to play? Are they going to play him in back to backs, or are they going to be really proactive already with him? And I God, I hate that I'm saying this with his load management. Is yeah. this something that like I mean, are they going to are are they going to be? wildly cautious are they going to not play them in back-to-backs you know and and look if they're not pushing for the playoffs, maybe they shouldn't you know what i mean there, there's not a ton to gain um you know if, if they do make a trade if they were to trade drew holiday if they were to trade Derek favors or jj reddick and, and kind of diminish their chances to, to make a push um you know i do think they need to be kind of long-term cognizant with zion obviously he's the future of their franchise um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'd be nervous if I was David Griffin in New Orleans about this. Um, I mean, I know they say they're not, but but I, I mean, I'd be a little worried. Sure. 
Yeah, Dan, I mean, you got to be careful, just like the Lakers are with sacral contusion uh, oh and, and Anthony Davis. I mean, you, you can't ma- mess with the coccyx. So we've got that thing going down, and yeah. Dwight Howard, uh, everybody's favorite story of redemption and new life. Uh, how does this roster look two weeks from now? Uh, you know, hopefully Anthony Davis is back on the court by then, um, and it's sort of kind of back to normal. Um, you, you know, I, to me, the Lakers, the, the interesting sort of change that's out there for them is is what's going on with Darren Collison. And, you know, there was a report a few weeks ago that he's eyeing a comeback. And, you know, and I think that the people I've talked to within, within the Lakers and the Clippers organizations, they're, they're monitoring the situation. I think both teams would love to sign him if he was available. Um, certainly it's a really co- like direct upgrade for the Clippers. I'm sorry, for the Lakers. Um, they need a playmaker. They don't have that kind of a point guard. LeBron's had to handle that all season long, and, and maybe that would be sort of a welcome addition. But, look, I, I, I don't think, you know, what I can say at least about the Kuzma stuff, and if that's what we're getting at is kind of where we're at with Kyle Kuzma and the Lakers. Um, my understanding is that the Lakers have been kind of trying to figure out what exactly is Kuzma's value on the market. And that's a super good question because nobody has an answer to it. <laughs> it's just, he's just a super divisive player. Um, some teams like him as, as a primary scorer, maybe a, maybe a number two or number three guy that, you know, if you're a younger team and you're looking for a guy that you can give the ball to, and he's certainly not afraid of the moment, certainly not afraid to shoot. And, you know, maybe he's the bridge to, to you find your, your, your superstar. Great. Um, I don't know what that gets you in the trade. And it's also compounded by the fact that, you know, weirdly, it'd be easier to get a player of impact if Kuzma was making $15 million. He's not. You know, he's making like two and a half. So so it's a lot to, to make the salary cap numbers work. You know, it wouldn't just be Kuzma going out to, to get a player of impact. You need to kind of add salary to that. Um, the Lakers might even, you know, it, it, it's funny. That it's, it's, I don't think they're just looking for a young player or a player back, too. I think they'd like to recoup some draft assets as well. You know, so many are in New Orleans pockets. So uh, it, it's it's sort of it's the one sort of arrow in their uh, quiver. Is that what it is? is that sure, what, it's arrow's going quiver. Yes, you're watching a lot of Way green to go, arrow, Hawkeye. Yes, yes, yeah. You know, it's it's sort of the one that they have to shoot right uh, after after him. There's nothing else to trade. Maybe a banner. <laughs> <laughs> like I like it. their next best asset. You know, might be a rambus or something. It's that they don't have that much left. Linda Rambus. Linda yeah. Rambus. Yes, that's Linda the Rambus. Kurt, okay. <laughs> any of the children, the goggles. I mean, like, it, it's the, the cupboard is pretty bare after Kuzma. Uh, you know, Talon Horton Tucker, their draft pick, has is, is played pretty well in the G League, but I mean, he's a 19 year old kid that was a second round pick. He's not going to get you anything, you know, that'll move the needle um, for years. Um, there's no opportunity for him to play or anything like that. And, and then after that, I mean, Caruso has some value, but he's pretty important to the Lakers. So um, it, Rob Plinka has to get the Kuzma decision right. It, it is the single biggest decision he'll make this year. And if they get it wrong and they trade it for a player, for a guy like, say, Robert Covington, and Robert Covington comes in and is banged up and doesn't fit in and doesn't help, um, they're kind of boned. Um, they don't have a lot of other ways to, 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 to get better. Um, it's sort of that's sort of it. You can follow him on Twitter at Dan Wojcicki Sports. That is at Dan Wojcicki Sports, LA Times NBA Insider, National NBA Writer, friend of the show as well. Dan, as always, my friend, appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. 
Let's do it soon, guys. Be good, brother. Great stuff from Dan. We got more on Zion. (laughs) More on the Lakers coming up in 90 seconds. Yeah, he ties a bow. What do you want? He got boned. Uh, But first... David Gascon has what's trending. DG. Hey, guys. We'll start things off in college basketball tonight. What a night for Herb for the Tide. They'll inbound the ball. Three seconds. Two. One. Shot blocked by Okaru. And what a way to wrap it up. 83-64, your final. Number four, Auburn is undefeated no more. They get hammered by Alabama, 83-64. to Guys, me and Frostberg were just talking about this. 353 teams in the nation, and just one from San Diego is undefeated still. San Diego State, the lone team undefeated still in college basketball. Number five, Butler also got beat tonight by Seton Hall, 78-70. South Carolina had a buzzer beater. Jermaine brings it ahead to midcourt, gets to the three-point line, puts up the three, and he makes it in! South Carolina upsets Kentucky! And the Gamecocks have taken down Kentucky. Final score, 81-78. Oh, my. Oh, my, indeed. In the NBA, Lakers were getting blasted. They made a little bit of a run in the second quarter, but now it's at the break. They trail Orlando 65-58 is the score. Dallas big over Sacramento 99-83. Luka Doncic already a triple-double in this thing. It's only in the third quarter. He's got 20 points, 14 assists, and 13 rebounds. Right now they have the advantage. Portland is beating up on Houston right now. 102-88 is the score. There's 8.08 to play in the game's final stage. Russell Westbrook has got 30 points. Damian Lillard has 23 of his own. Boston got dumped at home by Detroit, 116-103. to Brooklyn falls in Philadelphia, 117-106. to Back to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon in 10 seconds. First a word from Farmers. Winter means it's time to bundle up your insurance. Bundle home and auto with Farmers, and you could save an average of 20%. Call 1-800-FARMERS to get a quote today. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Reported 2018 nationwide average savings underwritten by Farmers, Truck, Fire, Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. You guys ever think that you'd have a week where you'd have Gonzaga as your number one? One and San Diego State is a number three. Uh, yeah, and Syracuse at number four. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Go ask. Hey, shut dude, up. We beat All Boston right. College tonight by 50. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Buddy Beheim. Doug Flutie playing? Hey, listen. <laughs> tonight, Buddy Be- I'm not point. lying to you. Buddy Beheim outscored oh. the entire and Boston College diaper. team wow. in the first half. How did you make this about Syracuse? Buddy well, Be- you Just like he made the whole people. Astros scandal about the Mets. No, no, no. Well, now it's about the Mets. <laughs> no, it's not. It was about the Astros. <laughs> then it was about the Red Sox. Now it's about the Mets. In your head. All those guys. Guys are gone now. You're not going to hear in from Cora. You're not going to hear from Hinch. You're not going to hear from Luno. But here's Carlos Beltran, Mets manager. What do you want to know, guys? I meet the media every day. Yeah, oh. congratulations. In your Thanks head. a bunch, DG. Appreciate <laughs> it, my friend. Head. So, uh, you know, just to, to follow up on Zion Williamson after having Dan Wojcicki on a few minutes ago, going to make his debut uh, against the San Antonio Spurs. We found this out earlier today, January 22nd. I really have zero expectations because this is, as I mentioned, it's the third year in a row he has suffered a knee injury. And this is not when you are playing a demanding three games and five nights like you're going to have in the NBA where you're playing against men and it is 40-some-odd minutes a night. Obviously, they're going to ease him into the lineup, but I feel like every game he plays is a bonus. Because how are you going to, if you can't withstand the pounding of what's gone on so far in your career, high school, 
McDonald's All-American, college basketball for one year, and then the NBA, it couldn't make it past three or four games in the summer league. How can I count that he's going to be a guy that can play 75 games a year in the NBA? I can't. I feel like every game, it's going to be a bonus, and it'll give us great highlights until he winds up getting injured because that's just where he is right now. I don't know if his body can take it, whether it's losing weight, whether it's playing a limited amount of minutes for the rest of this year and maybe into next year because he's still young and his body is developing and he's and he's prone to injury. He may have to watch his minutes for the first two or three years he's in the league, and, and that may not even be enough because eventually players play and people are going to get hurt. That's kind of how I'm approaching. Every night he plays is a bonus and I hope he stays healthy because it's great for the NBA and he's a fun kid and he's got a lot of talent but you know look injuries three years in a row I mean what, what other more evidence do you need that you know this kid's body may not be able to stand up. It certainly gets you nervous and Dan brought up Ja Morant who's just been phenomenal. For folks that haven't been paying attention, uh, maybe you're just looking at your local team, uh, get to the highlight reel, get a chance, uh, take a look at him, uh, and go and, and at him on Twitter and try to get him to participate in the dunk contest because we need young stars in there. But you got people already talking about potential MVP with Zion. It's, all right, should he redshirt this year, right? That was a legitimate consideration over these last couple of weeks and then you see him dunking you see him starting to get get his body at least on the court right he was at madison square garden ahead of the game and people getting excited all right there's at least some physicality going there we saw him falling asleep on the bench the other day which was good it's a national title everybody needs really a good nap Mike. Yeah, he, no, needs rest. Good. he was he falling needs rest. out i mean he looks like guys that sometimes sit on the the opposite side of the glass he, from he dunked really hard pregame give him, give him some slack. I mean, he, he expended his energy i mean what are you gonna do but like the excitement is there it's palpable i mean it's generated a lot of revenue a lot of interest uh, off the court certainly between jersey and t-shirt sales trading cards every, everything's booming waiting for this guy to play but like you i have the hand ringing wonder which thunder dunk where he gets a little bit of a body is the one that hurts him twitter at how about a fresca mike at swollen dome the jason smith show with mike Carmen. coming up next a chilling statement today that's made the rounds and gone viral on social media regarding the astros and the latest development involved in the sign stealing scandal i uh, trust me you're going to listen to it and it's chilling and it's next on fox be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio app fox sports radio the jason smith show with my best friend mike Harmon. and doing this job for a long time it's hard for me to actually hear something hear audio and be able to describe it as chilling but that was the case today when this audio started making the rounds from Red Sox manager Alex Cora. Cora, who was let go slash agreed to leave the Red Sox yesterday in the wake of the Astros sign-stealing scandal because he was the mastermind, according to MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred, when he was the bench coach with the Astros in 2017. And then 2018 goes to the Red Sox. Red Sox win the World Series. They're under investigation for sign-stealing as well. But Alex Cora was one of the ringleaders. And this started to make its way around today. This is from last year, if you remember, the Yankees and Red Sox had that crazy weekend series in London where there were so many runs that were scored, and it was an insane uh, weekend. Each game was like 12-11. Yeah, it was great. And the Yankees won. They scored a ton of runs over the Red Sox. And Alex Cora just 
talked about losing to the Yankees in this series and what the Red Sox need to do uh, to improve and get better. And this is him talking about what the Yankees had advantage-wise over the Red Sox. And listen to who he mentions with, I'll tell you this because it's radio and not TV, as he mentions his name, he gives a wink to the cameras. That's a good offensive team, we know that. Uh, they're a lot better than last year. The attention to detail is phenomenal. I was joking with somebody that their biggest free agent acquisition is Carlos Beltran. Wink. Uh, I know how it works, you know. He, he, he's helping a lot. You know, they're, <laughs> they're paying attention you to details, say. and we have to clear, clean our details. Uh, it was eye-opening the last two days uh, from top to bottom. And I'm not saying, you know, devices and all that stuff. It's just devices that the game will dictate and will scream at people. And he's right there. Or bang trash cans. Uh, throughout the evening, you know, I was I was looking, and I saw it, you know. And right now, they're a lot better than us, so we need to get better. We uh, got to work on our systems. Can you, they can, have can you far tell more me, advanced. What, what, why, why is that fellow bang a trash can before uh, the pitch comes in? Is that a thing? Is that why I got to go bang, bang, bang? I don't understand. It's the American Vuvuzela. Why does it need to do that? Is it, oh, it's a bang, a bang a trash can. Yeah. That's interesting. Instead of going, wah, wah. Uh, you <laughs> yeah. hear... Cora say the biggest free agent acquisition was Carlos Beltran, who was a special assistant to Brian Cashman, Yankees GM last year. And he went on to say, I'm not saying it's devices. We know what he can do. And this is him saying, yes, sign stealing. Why were the Yankees able to score so many runs off of us? They were able to get our signs. I mean, this is really, and now I could say the word, it is chilling because it's him with a wink, a literal wink, and a nod at, yeah, hey, we've really upped the game as far as stealing signs go. You know, Maybe not everywhere we can do it electronically, but this is this is what we're doing. It's like an arms race of who can steal signs better. Sure, and they've and got we their know system in place. We need to improve on that. It's technology and stuff is better. Where's Rick and Wild? We knew we have to improve on that way here in Boston because the Yankees clearly with Carlos Beltran, they know how to do it. So now suddenly with the Red Sox being a team that is under scrutiny for stealing signs, now the Yankees who want to say we were cheated in 2017 Hey, what about uh, 2018 when in 2019 when you had Carlos Beltran on your uh, staff there? What was going on there? Was Carlos Beltran just walking around going, I don't know anything about stealing signs. I don't know. Now suddenly the Yankees are under suspicion because here's Alex Cora saying, hey, Yankees had a great addition in Carlos Beltran. And the Yankees who were playing the whole, hey, we're victims card. Now, wait a minute, Yankees. Okay, you want to say you're the victims? What did Beltran do for you last year? What did you do? Right now, CC Sabathia, a pitcher who wouldn't really be involved in a scheme like this, is the one saying, yep, I feel like I was cheated. Meanwhile, some of the hitters might be going, shh, don't, no, don't say anything. Oh. Yeah, but here, here's what they got today. The Yankees adamantly have been denying that Beltran helped them to do anything illegal. Uh, the league at this point saying, as of this morning, they're not investigating the Yankees. That the mm-hmm. video could easily be talking about pitch tipping and legal sign stealing. And if you need a bridge, 
As I well, got one. Pull their you. nose. Here's your thing. As of this morning, yeah. we're not investigating. That's like when they say so and so is not someone we're looking at as a suspect yet in the TV shows. Oh no, that person's not a suspect. Then at the end of the TV show, oh, they did it. Well, oh, if he was right. a guest star, I mean, you know, he did it, right? Well, Special <laughs> guest star. Twitter it out about a fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. Odell giving out money is next on Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Two hours down, two to go here. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the Geico Studios. 
Don't forget our Best Of podcast gets posted up online on iTunes, Google Play, FoxSportsRadio.com. Right after our show is over, iTunes, Google Play, FoxSportsRadio.com. You can use the iHeartRadio app as well. You can listen to the whole show, parts of it, whatever you want. Rate us. Give us five stars. We'll love you forever and ever and ever. Just do it. Uh, and just to give you a... a peek into behind the curtain here at our studios. You know, we have the big four TVs up in front. Oh, yeah. We have Lakers Orlando on the, two TVs. Yeah, so the apathetic Lakers to this point. Yes. Well, mean, you that's want to talk okay. about a team yeah. kind of shrugging. I mean, the biggest news for the Lakers today was that uh, Anthony Davis released a, a line of chips that he, quote, designed. <laughs> yeah, what do you guys think of chili and lime? Uh, Ruffles. I, chili and lime. Yeah, uh, You know, Chili and lime is not bad combination. It might not be bad, but can you dip it in like guac and salsa? I think I don't know. You know what? Tomorrow, if I can find them on the the rack, maybe we find out. I'm not paying. I think something you, that is lime flavored is, is made to dip in guacamole. I'm just saying something with lime in it is made for guacamole. That's true. And tequila. Yes. Both <laughs> way. I'm gonna eat a chip. I'm do a shot. Eat a chip. Do a shot. You say that chip, like it's wrong. Do a shot. No, I'm just saying that's what okay, it is. Okay, just right. you're giving an example to the American people that's how a, to work through that. That's a night for Mike Harmon at home. Have a chip. Do a shot. Have a chip. Do a shot. So we have we'll Lakers magic it. on two TVs, and the Lakers are uh, getting it put on them so far. It's early, midway point of the third quarter. Orlando leads at 81-66, and we have John Wick three. On our other two televisions, as John Wick 3 making its cable television debut that? tonight, I am a happy, happy you guy. You have been waiting for this for, for months now. I mean, you were first in line. I mean, uh, you were like a. Can't you wait. were wearing your John Wick suit to the theater. Sure. Keanu wig in the whole nine yards. Can't stab me through it. Can't shoot me through it. Yeah. And what a great thing for. Oh, what kind of special effects thing do we need to create for Keanu's uh, bulletproof suit? No, nothing. We just say it's bulletproof. Oh. We just saved a lot of money. Yeah, no, I don't have to design anything. That's we it. just say it's bulletproof. The you- difference between his suit and yours? <laughs> Food stains. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, my- but he wears black suits. You don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, he we could know. Have. He I mean, could you, have. you don't know. I he mean- could spill a chili dog all over it, and you don't know. Maybe that's what it... Maybe you can't stab him. You can't shoot him through it. And when a chili dog or something spills on, it just knocks the stain off like it's got stain- you Scotch speak guard from on experience. It. Well, I'll tell you what. Scotch guard suits can be pretty valuable if you need one when you're a kid. You know your chili dogs. Uh. Uh, yeah. No question about that. I know. I, you know. What do you mean? No. I'm once I in a while. I'm a good. chili dog fan. I'm more of a cheese dog guy. Give me a hot dog with a slice of cheese well, we on it. We assumed cheese what I was going to be part yeah. of the mix. Yeah. Well, I he mean, got out. Chili once in a while. Jeez. Chili once in a while. But yeah, I'll have cheese on anything. We've noticed anything. What's this? That's the worst thing you'd ever I want to taste. I brought a cake for my birthday. What'd you do? You brought out some cheese whip instead of. <laughs> do you put cream. whiz on your horse meat sandwich? <laughs> What is that? Oh, that's foam. If you eat it, it will kill you. But there's a piece of cheese wrapped around it. Let me have that. Let me let me try that. Let me try a little bit of that. Let me have some of that. Sandwich, okay. Give me some of that. So when you're eating escargot, do you put cheese on it? Uh, I don't eat escargot. No, no, no. No. Bougie what about French alligator? Stuff? No. Oh, uh, gator's delicious. I've had gator wings. Yeah, but they're very- Not gator wings? No, gator wings are, are pretty- There's not a lot. Not enough meat on the gator wings. I've had them. In, I had them before in in uh, you lost Louisiana me at wings. when I was Gators there. Gators don't have wings. No, the uh, Gator wings. What they call them? Gator. So wings. So they can fly. I, apparently, it's a it's a thing. No, it, it, it was it was just not meaty enough. Let me tell. You, let me let me let me. They, they actually take them from a very specific part of the Gator. Hang on, Gator wings. Here we go. Your anatomy of a Gator one hundred and one here on Fox Sports Radio as we watch the Lakers currently being drummed midway through the third quarter, eighty seven sixty six. Alligator wings, the front legs of the Gator. That's what they call them. They're the Those front are legs massive. Of the gator. Then. No, well they they cut them up though. 
so they can insert it. So then it's not really a wing. They don't just give you like here, take this whole big front claw. You know what? They should. Hand of the That'd alligator. Be fantastic. You know what? Hey, hey just give oh me a good cheese. Do you know what I and just some found cheese out on the side? Thank, exactly. Thank you I'll for bringing this up. Some meat. Do you know what I just found out about alligators? What's that? I had no idea about this until just like a day ago. I'm a they had frightened legs. as to where this goes. You no, know, you know when you see an alligator and they always see it like in a nature special, and it's and it's its head is just along the top of the water. You just see the eyes, yeah. a little bit of the nose. Uh-huh, sure. The alligator is walking on the bottom of the waterbed, whatever he's in, a river, lake, ocean, because that's how the alli- the alligator's not swimming, it's not floating, it's actually running. It's it's standing up straight, and its head is out so it can see, and it's walking on the on the water floor. See, I, in all these years, I tried to figure out what the game we were playing in the pool was, because the kids mm-hmm. always wanted to claim it was a surfboard. I can claim I was a gator they were walking That's on. why it, I, okay. I was stunned at that. I saw a special <laughs> underwater video, and here's a gator, and it looks like I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. It's like when you're little kid and you're you're in the end of the pool where you're just able to keep your nose above the water enough and you got to keep your head like drew Brees throwing a football and panic keep, sets in keep yeah. your head all the way up and tilt your head and stay up that's kind of what it I looks mean, like the gator running angle yeah I love the fact it. that he hasn't had to have a bacchiotomy or no nah, well he's gonna have all kinds of spinal issues when he's I'll done but that's that's, that's what it out. is you yeah. see the gator running and he's got his feet and he's like oh trying to stay so up, are the feet spinning up. like the cartoons from back in the day a little bit yeah they're going fast it's it's amazing I'm like I can't believe I learned I love science science yo I science is awesome I used to hate science I have, when I, have I was a, a shirt kid that says the other slogan ah. that was part of a fundraising thing that Aaron <laughs> Paul did years ago maybe I'll wear that in sometime oh, I hated science when I was a kid never good I was good, good at it, it. No. I just took too much time so I decided I was a better yeller so here we but are. but I do Brilliant. know what you guys do love what's that Straight cash. Oh, let me tell you. Well, today's the 15th. We have- Who doesn't love today? <laughs> Your taxes are due in two months. Uh, last hour, we talked about the Joe Burrow angle of what happened after the national championship game on Monday night as Browns wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. was seen on the field handing out money to LSU players as congratulations for winning the national championship. And the report after was, yeah, it was fake money. It was really fun. And okay, it was a I fun enjoy thing the for idea Odo of Beckham, a spot right? bonus yeah. as much as anybody. Hey, and Edward, and if you guys win, just look for Odell on the field at the end. You're going to be handing out $100 bills to everybody. Okay, go Tigers. But if one of our go bosses Tigers. came walking down and, and randomly planted some money in your hand, That's you're not, not complaining. Come on, you work. I work in radio. That's not going to happen. He's going to walk by and put money in my hand? He's talking about the ge- in general, the spot bonus. Never going to happen. Never going to. No spot bonus. This is radio. This is radio. Nope. Radio, not happening. Television, sure. Radio, not happening. Television, it's give you a check. Here you go. Thanks for everything. There you go. It's a check. Radio, it's, hey, good job, guys. All right. Oh, no, I don't get anything? Yeah, no, good job. Not even a handshake? Nope. All right. Thanks a lot. Ham sandwich. That's right. I'll tell you, like ham sandwich is pretty good. Odell's handed out $100 bills. But Thank you, guys. Go Tigers. when this story went from being something fun and offhand, it got really serious today when Joe Burrow went on a Barstool Sports podcast and told everybody, oh, yeah, that money Odell Beckham was handing out, that was straight cash. Did Odell give you money? Um, yeah, I, I don't, I'm, not a, I'm not a student athlete anymore, so I can say, yeah. Uh, Cash, and so last hour we talked about the Joe Burrow rat part of this, ratting everybody. Oh yeah, I don't care anymore because I'm I don't play there. I'm going so to the NFL. Rats. 
But, so he already filed his paperwork to tell him he'd see him in hell. Is that really what? Or, it or right after the interview, he said, "Let me make sure I'm signing that a dotted I'm line out, of that." Right? Yeah, well, okay. he is going to Cincinnati. That I, is basically hell. I better like True. Cincinnati. If I don't like it, this is going to be a bad decision. But now, in retrospect. This has brought the NCAA to LSU's door, as LSU put out a statement today saying they've been in contact with both the NCAA and the Southeastern Conference about what comes next, that Odell Beckham Jr. was giving money away to players after a game. Because the one thing you know as a college player you can't do is take money from somebody for performance on the field. And this is video of literally that happening, someone handing you money for your performance on the field. This is Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham thinks I can do whatever I want to and I'm not responsible to anybody. He wanted to make this moment about him. Not enough that LSU won, couldn't just be cheering in the stands. No, I want to make it about me. And he makes it about himself with a moment that he knows is going to get LSU players in trouble. Because no matter who you give it to, even if he says, well, I'm just giving it to guys who aren't going to play at LSU anymore. Uh, it's right after the game. You, you can't be on the field handing money to players. He knew it was bad. He knows it's going to get out, but he just doesn't care because he doesn't feel he needs to be responsible to anyone. This is why he got traded from the Giants. Because everything they did with the Giants, that the Giants said, Odell, maybe not do this whole bit with a kicking net. Maybe don't do a whole thing about urinating and costing us 15 yards. Maybe not punching a hole in the wall outside a locker room after a playoff game. Maybe not going and showing pictures of everybody on a boat before a playoff game. Maybe not questioning our quarterback in the media when we're at a tenuous part of the season. Maybe not video of you uh, eating pizza with someone with a girl in bed and she's got drugs right near her. Maybe not all this stuff. And Odell Beckham Jr. says I don't care about all that stuff. He, he, the Giants say, well, it's a pretty big deal. And he says, no, I, I don't really think it's that big a deal. I really, I, I, I fail to see it. He has no responsibility towards anybody else but himself. And it's why the Giants got sick of him and traded him. And what was the first big Odell Beckham controversy this year? I'm going to wear a big expensive watch on the field. Anywhere why between 180 and $300,000. Why are you doing that? Because I'm Odell Beckham and I want to wear a watch. And okay, now we're bringing scrutiny on a, on a team that is trying to find its way the beginning of the year. And now, oh, here's Odell wearing a watch on the field and now this is something that Freddie Kitchens has to weigh in on and Baker Mayfield's got to weigh in on and is Odell Beckham really part of the Browns team he wasn't there all off season Odell doesn't care about anybody but himself he's got no responsibility to anyone and this is why these things happen because Odell knew this was going to come back he knows because he knows what it's like to be a college athlete and a pro athlete and what it means to be a college athlete what you can and can't take and still I'm going to do this anyway this is Odell Beckham Jr. Right, this is the guy I've been telling you about for years. And even the most staunch of defenders of Odell Beckham have to say, "Yeah, okay, the guy is just the guy. We we got to part ways with him now." Cleveland, trust me, they're ready to they're ready. All the fans there, they're ready to part ways with Odell because they know he's not going to be around in the off season. He's just going to be a distracting headline to Kevin Stefanski, and they have to figure things out. Not knowing is Odell going to buy in? Does he? understand that that Stefanski's in charge and he's got the cachet to tell him what to do. You don't know. And his presence and what his antics are are hanging over the organization. And the Giants realized that he was more trouble than he was worth, so they traded him away. Soon the Browns are going to realize he's more trouble than he's worth. Now LSU knows, hey, being linked with Odell is more trouble than it's worth because, whatever. hey, it's great that we saw video of him and he can say, oh, LSU, LSU, but now he got us in trouble. Odell, stay away from the team. 
I mean, that what I'm hoping comes out of this is that the NCAA goes light on LSU and they say, listen, it was after the game. You you couldn't be possibly cover something like this in in, in in any kind of video before the season. If you win the national title and a former alum wants to hand you money on the field, do we A, take it, or B, don't take it? You're not going to be prepared for that. What I'm hopeful LSU is say, you know what, Odell, you got to stay away from the program You now. know what? It's in all the uh, brochures now. you got to stay away. we're competing potentially for a spot in the playoffs. Here's some things to look out for. <laughs> Crazy men who may or may not be inebriated and have a connection to, the feet, to our team might want to give you some stuff. I mean, look, he'd already sent them Gifts before the playoffs, right? They got some Jordans that showed up in the mail. Just like LeBron sent. That's a whole other part of the the process of the bowl system and playoff system that I'm not quite sure. So so if it's gifts of cash, no. Here's $300 sneakers. Okay. I'm not quite sure how that works in the whole grand scheme of what you can accept and what you can't. If he gives it to everybody, it's okay. That's that's something I'd like the NCAA at some point to tell me because I thought it was limited to whatever the gift bags were and their approximate value. That being said, you've got Odell makes it about himself. You've got to go and find all the money. Are you going to be able to track down all the $100 bills that he was handing out to each and every one of these? I mean, I don't know how many players got him, but certainly Joe Burrow did nobody any favor here. And with Stefanski, you had a great one-to-one. Like, if you look at the setup in Minnesota, it looks an awful lot like the personnel from Cleveland. Problem is you don't have a structure, right? You don't have any kind of semblance of veteran authority figure in the front office. I mean, you can at least count on Mike Zimmer to make sure things didn't go sideways, right? You had the dust-ups with Thielen and Kirk Cousins, but those got pushed away pretty fast. Here in Cleveland, who's going to do that? And is Odell Beckham Jr. on the roster week one? I think that's one of the fascinating subplots Mm -hmm. to this offseason. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Coming up next... The latest development in Astros sign-stealing gate. What could be next for the final person left standing in this controversy? A.J. Hinch, gone. Jeff Luno, gone. Alex Cora, gone. What about the last guy? Well, we'll tell you next on Fox. What about Boban? Hey, too soon for Boban and John Wick 3. Too soon. Too soon. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio, The Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios at Staples Center. Now the Lakers have finally decided to wake up. They now trail the Magic by three very early in the fourth quarter, just over 11 minutes left to go, 91-88. Hold. This, this after a lackadaisical start to the game. Well, it's a home game. It's a Wednesday night. It's, it's the magic. It's the magic, and oh, AD no. is out. All right, fine. At my signal, unleash hell. I'd rather stay home and watch the cable premiere of John Wick 3, but you know the schedule says we got to have a game, so let's go play the game. This would have been great if Frank Vogel had gotten himself kicked out. <laughs> Oh, look, Jason Kidd gets to coach this one And game. then goes to the locker room and spins a basketball <laughs> on his toothbrush. <laughs> uh, but uh, we'll keep you updated on this game. Uh, but the latest casualty in the Houston Astros sign-stealing drama may be close to finding out his fate, and I think it's going to be him getting fired. 
We told you last night, this is why when Rob Manfred went light on the punishment for the, for the Astros for stealing signs in 2017 into 2018 with Alex Cora, you are going to see a different story every day. Because everybody is mad. Baseball fans are mad. Baseball players are mad. The media is mad. Every day there's going to be a sign-stealing story because now this has blown the lid off of a practice that has gone on in Major League Baseball for a long time. Remember when PEDs first came about, it was, all right, here are the names of people that have been taking performance-enhancing drugs. But that's just the beginning of the story because then more names came out, more ways in which the players obtained the PEDs came out, how they got them, how they continued to... There were new avenues to this story, and nobody got tired of it. It was lapped up because it was something new. It was insane. It was players taking drugs. It went back to the 80s and and jars of amphetamines available in clubhouses for players to take before games so they could uh, you know, be up and ready to go and, and play at a high level. I mean, this opened so many doors to it. And that story reigned for a long time. And now you have this story in its absolute infancy, but because the punishment wasn't good enough and this is vacating a World Series, you're going to see people who get upset. People who get upset are motivated. People who are motivated want more to this story. So now they're going to go in and try to find out what other teams were doing this, what other teams are trying to circumvent the rules by stealing signs the way they are. You're going to hear former players who are going to talk about it. We did it in the 90s this way, in the early 2000s this way, just like players who said, oh, I took PEDs in the 90s, in the early 2000s. That's how this story is going to evolve. And the latest evolution of it was today, because we told you there's going to be something new every day for a long time, was what is now next for the only person left standing in this scandal. Because Rob Manfred's story came out, the Astros had their GM and their manager, Jeff Luno and A.J. Hinch, suspended for a year. They lost first and second round draft picks the next two years. They were fined $5 million which is the most you can be fined under Major League Baseball rules. So should they amp up the money? Sure, but 5000 is the maximum. That's uh, all they could do. Yeah. 5 million is the maximum. Yeah. That's all you can do. It's like 5000 It might as well be. I mean, based on <laughs> what they ended up making. It's like $60 million we lost right? $70 right? million dollars on it. Minimum $60 million, right? That was a very Laughable. conservative estimate between sweet sales, ticket sales, the rise in what you could charge local advertisers, everything else. It, the way you were able to raise prices for everything. So, yeah, when you're talking about you clear $70 million, you have to pay $5 million and fire a couple execs, you still got your World Series. The only guy that's getting punished to the max is Carlos Beltran. Well, yeah, he's got to manage the Mets. He's They've good. actually yeah, his punishment is, is they right ex- they extended his contract for another four years to manage the Mets. That's a big punishment. Now they going to pair him up with Bonilla. <laughs> And it's a uh, labor camp or manage the Mets. Those well, were his options. Well, they 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 may they may as well have hire Benia. They may as well go ahead and bring Benia in. They're paying him anyway. Hey, Bob, you know anything about I, managing? I actually ah, it doesn't saw the, the joke a little earlier. Someone had posted a picture of Benia with the jersey Ugh. when he first showed up there, <laughs> saying, "All right, we should see this." He'd again. be in charge of all future contracts. <laughs> you know hey. what? But it worked out quite well, though. I mean, I mean, as much as we make fun of that contract. 
Man, it, it, it worked for everybody. Yeah, yeah, but did it work when you were making fun of it years later? Years and years and years yeah, later? Oh, it gives us a lot of ammo. Every but July but 1st, Bobby be- Bonilla Day. But it's also because folks don't understand the basic economics and what no, it No, I know, but it, what do- it, did. But it doesn't matter. It, it, do- it doesn't matter what people understand or not understand. They, I get a punchline, and the punchline <laughs> is the Mets are paying a guy that hasn't played for them in 15 years, and they're going to pay him all the way till 2035. And we're going to celebrate it every year. Every we'll July 1st. Every year until then. You know, I kind of like the Ides of July, because we get Bobby Bonilla Day on the first, yeah. right? Then we get then it's NBA free agency sure. around the same oh, yeah. time, around the fourth. Then you right get the fourth of July, except for the Knicks, Absolutely. right? Then you get the fourth of July. They don't participate in that. Well, the other twenty-nine teams do. And <laughs> the agency, yeah, no, they don't. Sure, they do. Well, the they, who'd they get in the last five no, years? No, no, no. I he said, said the other, other 29. twenty-nine teams. Oh yeah, do. oh yeah. <laughs> He just wanted to be mad at I you. know. He's just, just going to blow past it. <laughs> next, like, yeah. next! And then we have the, you know, th- then we have 4th of July, mm-hmm. and then we have Jeff Fisher Day, which is 7-9. Oh, he owes us. I mean, that's a, pr- I like the Ides of July. That That's a pretty, that's a pretty nice little sweet spot in the sports calendar. I like Yeah, it. everybody else complains about July. We oh, I like July. I like that first 10 days. The whole thing. Jeff Fisher Day, 7-9. I'm not <laughs> going 7-9. Yeah, you are. Uh, but. Wear it. <laughs> This is why this story is now morphed and, and continues on because AJ Hinch is gone, right? Mm-hmm. You're not going to hear from him for maybe he'll do an interview a few weeks or months from now, apologizing, wanting because he wants to get back in the game, and he will. I and mean, he, everybody it else may be that, a couple of years. Got back in, right? All these McGuire, guys will get back in. Yeah. All these guys got back. You may have to wait a couple of years, yeah. but AJ Hinch will get back in. Jeff Luna will get back in. These guys will get back in the game. Alex Cora may have to wait a little bit longer because he was the mastermind Ball behind guy. all of it. So, but he'll get back in because the guy won a World Series and he's really good at stealing signs. So, of course, he's going to get back in. But of the people mentioned in Rob Manfred's report, there were four big names that were mentioned. It was Luno, it was A.J. Hinch, it was Alex Cora, and it was Carlos Beltran. And it was John Cena. And Stamos. And John Stamos, yes. John Stamos is a staple on the show Taco Fall was in it, too. Taco Fall. I mean, he conducts everything, doesn't he? He was the fall guy. (laughs) Just like he did that orchestra. (laughs) Now, I'm hoping we hear the fall guy theme in the next few minutes. But... Now, three of those guys are gone, and you're not going to yep. hear from A.J. Hinch. You'll do an interview maybe with MLB or Yahoo or Fox or somebody, and it'll be, oh, I, I made a mistake. I tried to stop, but I couldn't. But he has to wait a while. Same thing with Jeff Luno. Same thing with Alex Cora. These guys are going to be gone. They're not going to be facing cameras every day. It's not going to be. They're not going to be a daily reminder of, here's the biggest scandal we've seen now in 15 years in Major League Baseball, and a team won the World Series because they cheated. But who's left? Carlos Beltran. Because the two other the, the other people that were mentioned was Beltran, who helped in a big way as a player in 2017 in the Astros scandal. Alex Cora was the ringleader. Mm-hmm. He was the guy that did hooked everything up, and here's the electronic signals from center field. And we're going to the dugout and we're banging on a trash can, and all of these things are going on. And but it was Carlos Beltran who was right there with Alex Cora. So now Beltran still has a job with the Mets. And the latest report today was that the Mets are weighing what to do with Carlos Beltran. And this story has gotten so insane that we're going to tell you exactly why the Mets have to part with him. And, no. maybe, and maybe they already have. No, I'll keep him. If you want to believe someone who says they're Carlos Beltran's niece on Twitter. Oh, 
We got that coming up That's in really 90 Kevin seconds. Durant. <laughs> <laughs> we got that story coming up in 90, but first, David Gascon has what's trending. DJ? Jason, uh, I got a confession to make for you. I, I, I might be cheating on you for the night. John Wick 3 is on one TV, but uh, Officer McLean and the Samaritan are on another, so... Oh, that's okay. I've I watched that a thousand times in the past couple weeks. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Oh, my daughter. My daughter got to see Die Hard for the first time. What do you do last week? And <laughs> she loves it. Loves it. Loves all the Alan Rickman lines. She goes, I can't believe he's Snape. Snape. Look at him. Oh, uh, loves all the Alan Rickman lines. And then he put a spell on Bruce Willis. And oh that was yeah, it. yeah. I mean, well, we, we're watching. Hair. We're watching the it. FX version, so you don't see all the all the bad stuff. Did but she, she ask why Urkel's dad's in it? <laughs> Wait, so, did I do that? Dum dee dum, so, delightful. So if you're watching the FX version, it's Yippie Kaye, Mr. Cowboy, no, or Yippie, Mr. Falcon, Yippie Kaye, Mr. Falcon, yeah. Mr. Cowboy Cerrone. Oh yes. man, Reginald Bell Johnson, oh. yeah, my guy. Uh, <laughs> unbelievable. Shoot, my glass. <laughs> the last couple of days, I'm walking around going, Zoe, shite them fenster, and she goes, shoot, <laughs> well, my glass. You can't say that on air. Yeah, I mean, shoot that. No, we gotta no, dump we gotta that. Dump that. No, oh. you say shite. No sex. Shoot the, whoa, it's not sex. It's shoot There's the glass. No sex. No, Kate Upton, what do you think? Armin, what is a, what does that word mean? I can't say it. I don't know. There's the, no I, sex. I don't know the Captain was alive well, when Die I Hard understand. came out. Was she alive when Die Hard came out? I no, don't think so. No. Die Hard was 1987. Yeah. No, she's. Yeah. Not I don't that think old. she was alive. No. Oh boy, man. So Mr. Takagi will not be joining us for all the rest of his life. Uh oh, the quarterback what? is toast. What? Uh, <laughs> she was born in '92. Everybody, '92. So what? is that uh, live free and die hard? Mm. No. Uh, What's guys, trending, sir? Uh, yeah, please. <laughs> Lakers, <laughs> Lakers in magic right now. Orlando's regained the lead with under six minutes to play in regulation. 100 to 99 is the score. Meanwhile, at Houston, Dame on the wing, defended by Westbrook. He looks up, ten to shoot, gets a wide side screen. Now with the dribble, the drive, the bounce pass, the wide side. He goes up, stripped out of his hands. Baysmore got it, fades away. It's around and out. Mellow in there for the tip-in. Guys, he had 18 on the night. He was 7 of 10 from the field, 1 of 2 from distance. He also had 12 rebounds, so a double-double for him, and Portland took care of Houston. 117 to 107 was the final in college ball tonight. Jermaine brings it ahead to midcourt, gets to the three-point line, puts up the three, and he banked it in! South Carolina upsets Kentucky! Jermaine Cousinard and the Gamecocks have taken down Kentucky. Final score, 81-78. Oh, my. So South Carolina gets it done. They win. Number five, Butler gets upset at home, 78-70. to And also another top-ranked team gets blown out. Number four, Auburn was dismissed at Alabama. 83-64 to was the final score. Back to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon in just 10 seconds, but first a word from Farmers. Bundle home and auto with Farmers Insurance and you could save an average of 20%. A better pairing than pineapple and pizza. There, I said it. Call 1-800-FARMERS for a quote today. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. 2018 nationwide average savings underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Fellas, I sent it back to you with Contavious Caldwell Pope going up for a dunk and getting pinned at the rim. KCP to you. <laughs> oh, vomit. Back to you. <laughs> Thanks a bunch, CG. Appreciate it, my friend. So, Carlos Beltran is now the last player standing and the last person standing who stands for this Astros controversy and scandal as they are stealing signs. As I said, all the other guys are gone. You're not going to hear from them. But Carlos Beltran, as manager of the Mets, is going to meet the press every day, 
He's going to talk to the media every day. He is a walking reminder of this scandal. Even though he wasn't charged, he was in the middle of it. And Rob Manfred even says it, but he decided not to charge the players, so he was just charging the manager and the general manager. This is a bad look for Major League Baseball. This is a stain on the sport. So... Of course, baseball, I'm sure, is leaning on the Mets to say, hey, uh, let's do the right thing here. And the Mets don't want to do it, but they know that if we keep him around, that's what this story is going to be. He's not going to get a chance to come in and manage the Mets. He's not going to chance to do it because it's every everything is going to be, hey, Carlos, say, why did uh, Alonzo whiff on that high fastball in the ninth inning? Did you not uh, tell him it was coming? Did you not bang that trash can or what? Oh, hey! I mean, not, not go, oh, is he, Andrew Dice Clay? <laughs> hey, yo! Off the oh, hey, hey, oh. hickory dickory duck. Hey, hey, it's a family show. Hey, so this is a bad reminder for baseball. It's a bad look, and it's it's not going to help him. He's not going to get off the ground with the Mets. Look, the guy hasn't managed a game yet, and the only thing he has done when he was asked about this when he got hired was, I don't know anything about this. Right? And this was, he's asked by the media, and what's he going to say at that time? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. I was in on it, man. I was right down. I was in on the ground floor. I was making sure all of this stuff was happening. Well, you deny, and then you come back over the top when you do finally meet the media to say, hey, I'm not taking this job, and I'm gone. Uh, was I couldn't talk about anything because it was an investigation, blah, blah, blah. Right? right? I mean, that's your that's your way out. So if that's the case, how can he really stay? I mean, the Mets are the Mets, and, and they're going to Mets their way through lots of things, but I can't see how they allow him to go on. I don't think they have a choice. They have to let him Gotta go. Got to keep him. They have to. They <laughs> have to our, let him go. For the purposes of our show, we Gotta have keep to him. put it out into the universe that he has to stay. So it remains a bad headline. Because the thing that makes it worse is if he does stick around and they're struggling, and the Yankees are going to be really good, Mm -hmm. so the pressure and the heat is going to be that much more intensified, right? Because it becomes the back headline jokes, but also press conferences are going to get testy. The players are going to be asked about it all the time. You're going to be referring back to Alex Cora audio, referring back to Beltram being named and his role and what he was all about. Yeah, he was good at picking up signs. Well, we know why now, right? We we have that. And for Major League Baseball, they want they want to just lop this off, right? Mm-hmm. This is yeah. the hey, we that mole on the back and your back and your shoulder has been growing. It's time to time yeah. to eradicate that. Let's mm-hmm. let's just get it done. And they didn't. They can't do go after the players. I'm sure there's a big union issue that's precluding them from doing so. Either that or he's just spineless. I'd like to think they wanted to go after the players to some degree. I don't think so. Uh, but the the reality is, I mean, none, none of those guys are getting punished. They get to go about their business. And yes, they'll have an awkward press conference in the bowels of Wrigley Field or whatever else, wherever else they play over the course of the year. I just take Wrigley just because I could say, because uh, it is a whole, uh, the bowels of Wrigley Field. But mm-hmm. the, just the idea that they'll get, get asked about this stuff and it'll be uncomfortable for eight seconds, and then it'll be gone. Yeah. But for baseball, they want it to go away, then they need Carlos Beltran to go away. He, he has to, and 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 if, the, if this is all he's done so far is not manage a game and not tell the truth to the reporters, because I get him not telling the truth to reporters, but when you go down the deny, deny, deny road and you get caught, you look really bad, and he's been caught. I don't see why the Mets feel we have to have some sort of 
loyalty to him when now, even though he did it, it was it was two and three years ago, and he was with another team. This is not just about well, you can separate Carlos Belt. No, this is about Major League Baseball. This is MLB that is under attack, and the general perception of fans now is that well, how many teams are doing this? I bet they're all doing this illegal stuff, and it's ah, oh, here's all the teams cheating again. Nobody likes cheating. They fans will take a lot of things in sports. They will take their team being bad. They will take their their front office being inept. They will take a lot of things, but overall when you get to th- so and so is cheating, that's a big turnoff. That is I am flipping the switch and I am mad. Fans were mad when it was cheating going on in Major League Baseball when it came to PEDs. Fans are mad when colleges get caught cheating in scandals. And fans are mad that now here's another cheating scandal that comes up that is something we we never even thought about the art of sign stealing that went from something you do really well on the field to now, hey, we're going to set this up and do it illegally. Fans were mad for Spygate when they were when the Patriots were getting plays by filming the other teams. Anytime it involves cheating, fans are not going to respond well. Yeah, but the biggest part of this is you, you talk about fans and dollars and cents. What, are the, what else are they doing with those dollars and cents? They're gambling. And the more yeah. leagues embrace gambling and, and all of that starts flowing and it gets legalized state to state, that's when you're inviting the feds to come in if you're not protecting the integrity of the game at every turn and it's seen like you're going light. And I fear for Rob Manfred, as much as people can carry water for him and say, hey, he went as far as he could, he didn't. Mm. And so you've you've left the door open for people to interpret it as, you know, you're not really protecting the shield perhaps as well as you ought uh, with so many billions of dollars on the line. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome. It may happen today, it may happen tomorrow. Uh, a, a, a Twitter account that reportedly belongs to Beltran's niece. Yeah. Reportedly has tweeted out that Beltran is likely going to step down as manager of the Mets. No, you, no. And the season's over. It's a fake account then. <laughs> I mean, this you is, are fake news. This is the insanity that goes with being the New York Mets. This is how it goes. He's your guy for twenty years. Uh, uh, twenty. Him and him and Benia, we get done at the same time. Forever. Cool and, and us, we, we keep Not going. Full. Coming up next, Not we get five. back into the National Football League. As guess who could be on their way back after only being out for about a week. Fox Sports Radio. Is it Stamos? It's not Stamos. It's not Cleveland. Could be. It's not Tebow. And his name is John Cena. Not John. John Cena making a lot of appearances tonight. Yeah, but you can't see him. I can't. I didn't. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. And LeBron is not happy. LeBron James. The Orlando Magic go in for a layup with 15 seconds left. They take a 118-115 lead over the Lakers. There is a timeout on the floor. Did not look like the Lakers defensively were in any spot to deny that layup. So now the Lakers could be staring at a home loss to the Orlando Magic. 118-115. Again, they're playing this game without Anthony Davis, but still 15 seconds left for the Lakers as they try to come out of this one. We'll keep you updated on this as it goes, of course. But big news out of the NBA, I'm sorry, out of the NFL today, is that Jason Garrett could be on his way back into the league as offensive coordinator for the New York Giants. And... I'm going to surprise you, Mike, because I fully support this move. 
After is, all it, is the, this because it sabotaged the after, Giants? Is that what you're doing? Yes. Jet, is that what you're sabotage, doing, Jets guy? Sabotage. Um, I got a real funny story about sabotage. I'll tell you next hour. So you mean the Beastie Boys? No, 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 sabotage? no, no. Completely different sabotage. Completely not sa- that. Yes, that is a good. Can we oh, say sabotage? It's sabotage. No, Can it's we a say different saboteur because it sounds better. Yeah, but that was an album by Foreigner, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't saboteur. I really just want to say saboteur. 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 Exactly. I love saboteur. So we'll have that next hour on the show. But I support this after telling you all season long. The Cowboys need to part ways with Jason Garrett. He has had 10 years. They are not getting any closer to a Super Bowl, and Jerry Jones had to make that decision because it's his reputation as a GM that's on the hook because these are all his players, and they are underachieving. Yeah. But I like this for the Giants for a very specific reason. Joe Judge, we have no idea how the guy is going to be and what kind of coach he is. No idea who Joe Judge is going to be. He's going to walk into a situation that is completely out of his control. What kind of cut? We, we don't know. Can he develop Daniel Jones? We have no idea. Nobody else wanted him to be their head coach. He suddenly appeared on the Giants' radar after Mike McCarthy went to the Dallas Cowboys. Nobody else was interviewing him. Nobody else was talking to him. It was suddenly Joe Judge. Jason Garrett comes in, who as an offensive coordinator has done really good things. He has developed his quarterbacks. He's developed good talent on offense. He will be seen as the adult in the building, which I like immensely because he will be that calming presence in and around the Giants that no matter what happens, all right, here's a guy that's been through the wars for a decade as head coach of the Cowboys, so he's been in the cement mixer for 10 years, knows what it's like to be under the spotlight with Jerry Jones. Here he is in New York, and New York is a very big deal, but... He's handled Dallas. He can handle this. And just his being around will be that calming presence that the Giants will say, okay, if we have any questions, he can get it done. He'll be a great sounding board for Joe Judge as he tries to figure his way around. What's the best way to try to bring Daniel Jones around? It's a good hire from that. Just like when you have friends or family members that if you're having trouble, you need to talk to somebody, just by having them call you or text you, you feel better because, all right, this person's going to be able to help me. They have a calming effect on things. And that's what Jason Garrett is. He's the adult in the room of a Giants team that is in complete disarray, that's keeping a lame duck GM, that doesn't really know how to build a team, a GM that's alienated players, so you have to build that trust back. All of these things have happened. And now here's Jason Garrett to say, okay I'm in and I'm just in charge of the offense so that's okay I can step back and this is my thing and I can be a sounding board and be that presence and be that influence I would like this if the Giants made this move yeah I think it works on a number of levels and obviously you hope they they reached out to all the appropriate candidates before coming to this conclusion it's a discussion that we've had since the coaching carousel started to spin but the reality is that you've got a guy who was a good offensive coordinator in Dallas. That's why he was around and eventually elevated to the head coaching job. Talking about five top five offenses. Clearly, Dak Prescott has progressed. Now, the offense as a whole and their play calling, suspect. That's the one part as a head coach. Clearly, given the groceries by Jerry Jones, didn't make the most of them. The only guy that missed significant, significant time was Leighton Vanderesh. A little bit of issues with Smith and a couple others on the offensive line, but not the longstanding season-ending injuries that plagued other squads. So you have that. Uh, He's not a guy that's going to be a threat, at least for year one, to take Judge's job. (laughs) He's coming in to tutor 
and and bring Daniel Jones along and respected guy, well liked guy. I mean, there's nobody that had a negative word to say about Jason Garrett. You could tell the players in Dallas were done with him. Like they they didn't want any part of it, particularly the defense when he was trying to shake their hands and whatever after big stops. But you got a guy that's got a lot of he's got legs in the league and can go and become one of those lifetime coordinators, I think. Maybe he never is a head coach again, but he could be a very... It's like Wade Phillips. Right. No, that's just it. Yeah. The offensive end, right, taken from Norvell Turner. Same thing. When he got elevated, it wasn't so good. But he was when you, he ran your, your offense and he was your OC, you succeeded. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. He's the daddy. Uh, I am endorsing Jason Garrett to be the OC of the New York Giants. Well, that's pretty good. How Coming out that. of yesterday's uh, Democratic debates that you endorse Jason Garrett. <laughs> uh, coming up next, we have the latest on Odell Beckham handing out money to LSU players and a shocking end to Lakers magic at Staples. This is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. J.R. Smith's huge boner. Yep, 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 yep. Al Del Vecchio. What's up, buddy? <laughs> Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I'm going back to old guys. And uh, we have an update on a big NFL story to bring your way. But first, the magic go into Los Angeles and upset the Lakers 119 to 118 behind wait for it wait, wait for, for it. it wait for it a triple double from Markel Fultz yeah, this one hurts. how about that 21 points 11 You're rebounds right. and 10 assists I'm sorry, I got to explain to millennials who Markel Fultz Once is. Once upon oh, a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry about that. Uh, three years ago, Markel Fultz was a sought-after prospect in college basketball who played one year at Washington, went to the NBA draft. He did not do well. He was traded and now plays through Orlando Magic. All right, so and his shot was broke. Yeah, so that was that, that's Markel Fultz. A triple-double for him as the Magic win, 119-118. The Lakers looked disinterested for the majority of the game. Yeah. Made it a game in the fourth quarter, but... They couldn't get over the top. They took the lead by three, but the Magic hit a couple of shots. The Lakers kept fighting back in the final minute. And with 13 seconds left and the Lakers down three, it's plenty of time to get to the hoop, get a basket, foul, and make the Magic hit a free throw. But instead... LeBron and the Lakers decided we're going to take it down to one, and LeBron waits till the last second to take a three-pointer because it looks pretty, and he can run down the court and thump his chest and go, yeah, I just hit that three, and Staples can stand up and go nuts. The right move was go in, get a two, and then foul. You have plenty of time, but no, no, no. Let's take it all the way down. Let's take the clock all the way down, which is what they did, and LeBron misses a three. The Magic hit a free throw to go up 119-115, and Quinn Cook tossed is up a three with no time left. It doesn't matter because it was a four-point lead. So the 119-118 win for the Orlando Magic. But Jason, yes, Penny Hardaway was playing lockdown D on him on that play. He was good tonight. He didn't have any option but no. to wait. Well, no. little Penny was on the sideline and he was an agitator. He was sitting next to Kim and Kanye. And now they're banging each other. Hey, Kim, you left your toothbrush in my house last night. <laughs> <laughs> Loved your video. <laughs> <laughs> I follow you on the Instagram. Hey, Kim. Kim. 
I just bought a place in Calabasas. What's up with Kylie? Can I follow her too, Kim? Oh, little Penny says hello. I mean, that would be a fun camera. Tell me that wouldn't be great NBA. Why would you not the Kardashians? Little Penny How, and the Kardashians. brought those back? I don't know. Little Penny's pretty. I mean, I mean that would be if I'm on the recruiting trail from Memphis. I mean, I'm bringing little Penny with me. Seacrest is going to go sign him right now for E. <laughs> You think Chris Rock doesn't have enough time to do voiceovers for Little Penny? Oh, he'll figure that out. He would. He'll finish the recording the and taping uh, this season of Fargo, right? Because he's in the middle of that, and then he can go back to doing his voiceovers. I was hanging out with Tristan Thompson last night. You want to know where we were? Ah! <laughs> and that was the first time he cheated on her. Whoa! Wow! Whoa, Frostburg! Come on, no. now. big fat one. I think the Kardashians hurt Frostburg at some point. Well, they hurt a lot of people at some point. I told you the story. A lot about of people I'd... hurt them. I mean, yeah, it went both ways. Me back. Hey, I'm a little upset. I told you I had to wait in line behind Courtney Kardashian at Disneyland while she went in and took pictures with Elsa and Anna, and the whole line had to sit there for 15 minutes because that was the they best wanted to go in. Disneyland you ever had. Uh, it was. Oh, we, everybody was so mad. Yeah, yeah. Everybody and then, was and then they so got over mad. it, and went back on their Instagram or Facebook feed. We who guess who we saw at Disneyland? You're never gonna believe oh, it. I was so mad. No, no, I was mad. Omg. Yeah, no, absolutely, they did. No, and you're well, mad some in people general, did because you're you're a no. line hopper, so you no. you already no, do no, all no. sorts of problematic yeah, things. No, no, my you talked big, about it on air. My big ride that I always go on at amusement parks is I'm the I'm the guy who waits in line for an hour while Zoe and Pam no, go and do no, rides. And you then should all they be in line on. together. Uh, That's why, cheating. Why? It's not cheating. It is. What, do you have a trash can in line with you that you bang on? So we can know when to come? Hey, <laughs> if you hear the trash can, that means I'm at the front of the line. Oh, we oh, got to go. That is the front well, of the line. Let's go. go. That is front of the line. Let's we go. We better Let's run. Uh, Tell me that's not a bunch of people's uh, alarms now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Banging the trash. Oh, the Astros are calling. Uh, you know, just because I forgot to tell you guys this. What's that, buddy? But. When I the Matt suck? No, no, no. Well, everybody knew that. But sp- <laughs> speaking of, don't of, we just stipulate that at the start of every okay, show? Okay, let me stop you right there. The Mets. Suck. You know, speaking yes, of star sightings, Tribbiani. Speaking of star sightings, yeah. When we flew to Detroit for Christmas, right? Yeah. You mean my vacation? Wife, my wife, vacation. Yeah, for for Christmas for vacation. My wife and I and Zoe, and we were flying out of LAX, mm-hmm. right? And I mean, this was just. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I, I should have told you guys about it. So they move our gate, and they go, all right, you were leaving from gate 37. Flight to Detroit is now gate 25, and they moved us there. And they said, oh, now it's gate 24. I'm like, okay. So we're moving around, and I'm not even paying attention. And I go, and I just sit down, and it's one of those gates where it's like a like the, like the a cul-de-sac, where the gates are all in a semicircle. Oh, yeah. So there's like four gates all right around the same. It's like you know, gate 25, 25A, 26, and 27. So we go and we sit down, and I'm sitting next to Zoe, and Pam is sitting, and Zoe's sitting between us, and I'm looking at Pam, and we're talking about whatever we're going to do, and Pam says, all right, listen, let me go see if I can check in, and we can get our seats together. I was like, all right, great. So she goes to get her seats together, and, and Zoe says, Dad, can I go get a uh, can I go get a, a drink? I said, yeah, sure. I said, you need money? She goes, yeah, I want to get a water. I said, right, if will, not, will there's a problem. I said, yeah. We, she, if she's rolling with her own cash, yeah. I mean, I, I don't she's know. She's the Odell Beckham of I elementary got, I got it, Dad. I'm all good. I, I ran into Odell. Odell's giving me money. Yeah. So she goes, can I get a water? I go, yeah, here you go. Here's here's $5. I go get me a water, That's too, and then enough. come back. Uncle Beckham. So I'm sitting there, and I'm, I'm sitting in, in, in a row uh, of, of seats, and I watch her go, and I'm watching her go and get in line. Because, you know, she's 11. But I still want to watch her go in line. I go in line, and I'm watching her go, and as I'm turning my head, I look, and I go, oh, my God. Sitting in the seat next to me. John Sally. I sat next to John. 
It was John Stamos <laughs> sitting next to me. And yeah. I sat next to her for about 25 minutes. I didn't say anything because it was really weird. But because one person came over and said something, it was weird no, no, no. <laughs> it just didn't see. She was there waiting for wait, waiting. So you for, were stalking her? No, it was no, no, no. I wasn't. It was just I didn't know what to say. It was just shocking. I'm like, it didn't. It didn't seem like she was in the mode of hey, I, I don't mind saying hi to somebody. It just seemed like her. You know, she was waiting. Uh, sitting next to me, Jody Foster. No, Jody Foster. John Cena makes. <laughs> you he can't see me. See him, can't see me. Sat next to Jody Foster. John Cena's banned for the rest of the show for twenty five minutes. Twenty five minutes. Sat next to Jody Foster. Yeah, and I'm and, going. And you got nothing. No one oh, talk about Kentucky. God. And I get. And I. <laughs> and I just texted. I texted my wife. I go. Come back. Sitting next to Jody Foster, and she came running back, going, "Hey, so wow!" And I go, "What?" She goes, "Where's Zoe?" And I go, "Oh, Zoe went to get something to drink." She goes, "Back because you, you oh, didn't okay. pay attention to her anymore." Because my wife you thought were, you were done no with way. paying attention to what the hell happened to your eleven-year-old. Yeah. My wife because you got starstruck. Wait, I'm married <laughs> by by the woman that starred in Summersby. No, yes, Summersby rings off. Uh, sure, yes, <laughs> Summersby and Anna and the King. Yes, those those movies. Summersby. Summer. Handing out hats. Somebody came over and said, "Hey, Miss Foster, want to say I'm a big." fan of yours thank you and she was very nice oh thank you very much appreciate it but he kind of stood there it didn't seem like it's it's a weird thing if it was celebrities if it was somebody that zoe knew i would try to get a picture for her but i was like this is just kind of cool sitting next to jody foster and then they called her flight she was flying to idaho and uh they called her to get up and i go oh my god we just asked to jody foster for 25 minutes and it's funny watching people walk by and just do the double take because she's she's just i'm like why is jody foster here all right, Jodie Foster is a huge bleeping movie star. They have places in airports for celebrities maybe, to sit. Maybe she doesn't so, want to be that person. Well, maybe not, but still, I think you want to take advantage of that when you don't know what's going to happen. People are going to come up to you. She's lucky I sat next to her, not some lunatic. <laughs> I mean, I sat next to her. Could anybody else going, Hey, can you, can you, can you, can you, can you do? Can we do the Silence of the Lamb scene? I'm going to be Lecter, and you pretend there's a glance in front of me. Can we do that scene again? And then I'm going to tell you how come the lamb stops screaming, and then you give me your answer. Uh, can you do that? Can we do that at together? Any point That'd be fun. Slowly you ever reach? seen a grown man naked? <laughs> I wasn't going to do it. I, it was just, it wasn't a thing to do. But why wasn't she? Because LAX especially, the LA airport has areas for people, for celebrities for this reason. Hey, sit here. We'll let you know when we're calling your plane. I mean, they do that. And she's just sitting right next to us. like creeps like you. Yeah. I don't get, no, I protected her. She should, no, I protected her when I was next to her. I made sure people didn't walk over. I was like a bodyguard. Should have paid me. Were you wearing a suit, bald head? You could have looked like a body. No, if he had a Raycom in his hair. Yeah. <laughs> I was wearing my, my new Mets jacket. In. No, I was wearing my new Mets jacket that my dad got She me. was probably thinking you were Mr. Matt. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's my I don't, favorite mascot in baseball history. I don't and sit next to people you, in Mets jackets. And then she asked you for a picture. <laughs> hey, are you Jason Smith, that Yahoo on the radio? Yeah, you're an idiot. Can I get a picture? Yeah, sure, Miss Foster. We, we we take that picture right now. Well, I told you I was once found by a, a, a guy when I was on vacation camping. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, that must have been pretty scary. <laughs> Pull one, over of a, the side of the one of the One of our listeners in the middle of a finding national you forest. <laughs> Hey, how you doing, Harmon? So if you the know, tree falls and nobody's around, Mike. 
You got a pretty nice family. You know there's nobody else out here for miles. I really thought you were going to say you have a pretty mouth. No. And that was going to get guys. Stop. Whoa, why would you go there? No, think, what was that movie where McConaughey? it's the desert. No, what was that movie where, was it one of the Texas Chainsaw Massacres where McConaughey was in one of his first movies? Yeah, it was him and uh, Zellweger. No, right, that right, was right, Texas right. football. Yeah, that was. <laughs> no, that oh, was. No, 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 no. Now he's, what is he, the czar? Those, or the, numbers out. those are rookie numbers. The minister of, of culture. culture. Yeah. Armin, I'm going to give you and your family a count of 10 to run. No, it was a nice encounter. Run into the Still woods. Still scary one, as hell, two, but it was fun. <laughs> but, I mean, for Jody Foster. You like were I, smooching with everybody. Little Mo with the gimpy leg. <laughs> Cliff. Oh, we're going home alone. <laughs> that escalated quickly. <laughs> for, for Jody Foster. Keep the change. Perhaps she had give daddy a kiss. 35 plus years of being uh. treated special. She just wanted to hang out. If you can make it all the way to the end, I'll let you go. Fired in there. And then you would stumble, of course, upon his his home, thinking you were safe in there, going and looking for a phone. He would find you. There'd be all like You're chicken feathers on the, the floor. Woods. And there'd be all, you know, there'd be knives on the on the wall. It'd be like that commercial where what's where the, the kids are getting chased by the by the the guy with the chainsaw and instead of, hey, let's run away, look, there's a car we can get in. No, let's run into that into the uh, barn the where bar. all the knives are hanging. I mean that that Why that is Harmon hanging like. from a net in a tree? You're walking through the woods. <laughs> Out of the corner of your eye, you spot him. Shia LaBeouf. You keep running, Harmon, and maybe I'll let you go. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like the uh what's his face from uh <laughs> <laughs> in that movie, that guy. What, what movie? What guy from what movie? Do it! You sound like the, the guy the from the movie. Guy from Ted. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not going to let you go, yeah, Dan. Yeah, yeah. Gio- Giovanni Ribisi. Yes. Gio- <laughs> that, was, that was your Giovanni Ribisi. Uh, this good. is next level. Uh, we'd like to say, hey, hey welcome. It's a new uh, semester. You uh, had interns a good run, the show. Mm-hmm. How you doing back there? <laughs> Everything you hoped for. But in you're not even real. Career. And Harmon, you gotta run with this knife stuck in your shin. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter and how about Fresca? Mike gets swollen dome. I don't know, but I don't think our intern's ever coming back. You know, I tried to tell a nice, heartwarming story about protecting Jodie Foster from lunatics at LAX, and you turned into something cheap and tawdry. <laughs> well, you were disguised as the lunatic. Run, Harmon. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter and I'm out of Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome. Oh, we got we we talked about the Lakers and Markel Fultz and hey, LeBron. LeBron and then, James went 19 and 19. Sure. They played tonight. Uh, but coming up next, Coozer went two for ten. Big NFL story of the day involves rats and Odell Beckham Jr. Fox. I like greased up poles. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental Test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I'm going to eat that ass up. That last few minutes was something, boy. Here, getting that part of the rundown. Here's our <laughs> crumple it up, throwing that away. You made the shot, I too. I tried to tell a nice story about sitting next to Jodie Foster in the airport and looking How right you uh, made her uncomfortable, yeah. Yeah, she would, she would probably remember, oh, you're the guy wearing that really loud Mets jacket. You're the guy that never let go of my hand. <laughs> How many movies did you pitch her in uh, uh, 25 I minutes? I got an idea. Were you just talking out loud? You know, there's this other movie thing I've been working on, and now you seem like you're workshopping it like many, so many writers here in Starbucks across mm. the greater Los Angeles area it's about a robot uh-huh and his best friend is a talking pie interesting tell me more i'd buy that for a dollar uh congratulations to markel fultz yeah uh trending number one on twitter for good reasons his triple double 
guiding the Orlando Magic by the Lakers, 119-118, had a big layup, reverse layup with 40 seconds left to help clinch the game for Orlando. And look, we watched him play tonight, and he hasn't looked this good in the NBA yet. It, it, it took him a while to, to get past the shoulder issues and, and revamping his jump shot and whatever mental hurdles he had to go through, both physically and mentally. And here he is, and this was the best. He looked confident. He was attacking the rim, attacking the Lakers. I mean, he looked absolutely fantastic tonight. Yeah, I think one of the big things as you watched uh, Markel Fultz is that he took zero three-point attempts. And if you go through his shot chart, not even close. You're talking about a couple of jumpers, two two feet to the left or right of the el- uh, of the the lane. That's it. Like he's he's not going from distance. Not going Ben Simmons style, but <laughs> certainly you know it's a game that you're trying to rebuild from scratch. Because yeah. remember, he became the butt of so many jokes, so many problems. People wondering if he was ever going to make it in the league and stick at all. Here you got great balance from the Magic tonight in what became a bench game. For the Lakers most of the night, except for LeBron decided I'm going to be the guy distributing the ball until it's time not to, mm-hmm. right? Because he, he yeah. was at 15 assists, finished with 19, and point total was at nine. And then all of a sudden he's shooting in the fourth quarter, finishes with 19, and misses the big shot with 4.9. But today, the celebration of Markel Fultz, your guy. And speaking of celebration. Yeah. LSU really celebrated their national championship on Monday night. Specifically, Odell Beckham Jr. celebrated the national championship on Monday night. Maybe you saw this video, and look, we talked about it a bit on Monday night after LSU won Odell Beckham, who of course went to LSU before getting drafted by the New York Giants, was at the national championship game. They showed him during cutaways in the game, and then after it was over, he was seen giving money out to players on the field. The headline for the first day and a half or so coming out of that was, oh, look at Odell's, you know, giving out fake money to everybody. And nobody actually said anything about it. Just, yeah, Odell was doing that. Well, until today. Until Joe Burrow, LSU quarterback, Heisman Trophy winner, national champion, who is coming off the best single season that a quarterback has ever had in college football history, went on a Barstool Sports podcast today. And let the cat out of the bag that, oh, no, no, the money Odell Beckham was handed out, oh, that was real. Did Odell give you money? Um, yeah, I, I don't, I'm, not a, I'm not a student athlete anymore, so I can say, yeah. Uh... Oh, <laughs> I don't man. care what happens the rest, for the rest Thank of my you, teammates. LSU. <laughs> yeah, good luck, guys, next year when the NCAA comes calling. But I'm going to the NFL. I don't care. So the money was real. The money that Odell Beckham was giving out to LSU players was real. All right, first things first. Joe Burrow, the yeah. rat. Oh, the that's rat, a rat move if the ever rat, there was. rat, rat. Joe Burrow is a quarterback. He speaks to the media very often. He knows that this is going to be a bad look. He knows that you can't take money as a college football player. And this is literally the walking definition of, I took money from a guy because of what I did on the field, and it was on camera. I mean, it doesn't get, it doesn't I mean, get any get it easier from than the that all for the NCAA. You, I mean, you got a lot of cameras on the field. You get it off of ESPN. It was everywhere. You get, this is literally what you cannot do. I mean, all the other things, oh, here's here's some money for they. No, 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 you can't take cash. But this is somebody taking cash from someone on camera for what they've done. Joe Burrow should have found a way around this. 
Right? You don't have to lie because eventually you know it's going to get out at some point that Odell was giving away real money. But you don't want to be that guy to say, yeah, and look like I don't care because I'm not on campus anymore. I'm leaving for the NFL, so what do I care if the NCAA comes? I don't give a crap. What about these these other 100 players who you just played alongside, many of them who are trying to stay for at least one, maybe two, or three more years? Because all you've done now is invite the NCAA to LSU because that is what happened. After this video gets out today, and this story gets out today, this audio from Joe Burrow, LSU was in contact with the SEC not the Security Exchange Commission, the Southeastern Conference. They could be next. And the NCAA to talk about what is next for Odell Beckham Jr. giving money out to LSU players. Just such I, a bad look on 100 levels. And Joe, Burrow, and Joe Burrow. Yeah, and Joe Burrow is the one who said, it. I don't care. I can at least say, he could have said anything. Oh, I don't know. It was He was just handing stuff out. I just kind of dropped it, or I just I wasn't even paying attention. I don't even know, man. I broke ribs. I, whatever well, it was. Figure, he's got a hand I off his it. helmet and everything else. He could just say, I, don't I know handed what it was. whatever he gave me to somebody yeah. else immediately. And I never sorted it out. We yeah. had too much going on on the field. Yeah, I don't know what it was. I, I, I And you could have blown it off. And when it does get out later, then no one says, oh, Joe Burrow, you had to say something. No, it goes away. But he threw everybody under the bus. Now, Ed Orgeron's got to answer questions. But he's going, I don't know. I was having a ham sandwich and that happened. I mean, look, half the team probably went pro today because of it. The LSU had seven underclassmen announced for the NFL draft. They probably all got money from Odell. That's how much money they got from Odell. Uh, Who did Odell give money to? Me, 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 and me. Right, you're going to the the NFL now, right? All right, great. Well, because that was one of the things that was theorized right away. It's like, oh, he was giving it to all people that were done with their eligibility, as if he'd already mapped that out and had picked but that But it doesn't mean you can't, you so, can't go giving money to college. But he, but he made it about himself. He looked like a jackass. Of course now, he did. And it's now always you've got about the, Odell. The NCAA that we know can be petty, vindictive, and crazy. The best story for college football might have just been murdered right here. I mean, you're talking about Edo and... Certainly here in Los Angeles, everybody wearing it. A lot of poison pens out for USC Athletics once again after the victory. But 15-0 and and Joe Burrow season and everything else. And now it's like, all right, they legitimately have to go track all that money down. They've got to determine, did they get it all? Does this mean you get slapped on the wrist with some kind of sanctions when it's all said and done because of this idiot? On the field. Sorry. I mean, it's, you know, people are complaining. Oh, look, the old, hey, they got big bonuses and they got paid all this stuff, but the kids got nothing. No, don't give me that. The kids, you, you know the rules of engagement. All right. You don't like them. Maybe they change eventually. But for now, that's still an NCAA violation and a problem that LSU didn't need. No, and Odell Beckham knew it, and he still did it anyway because he feels I can do anything I want to, regardless as to what the impact is on anybody else. Right, Odell just cares about himself. Right, this is why he's no longer a member of the Giants because all the transgressions he had with the Giants. The Giants said, "Odell, it's a pretty big deal," and Odell was like, "No, I disagree. No, it's a pretty big deal. No, I disagree." Okay, we're trading you, and that's why he's on the Browns. Doesn't show up for off season. We'd like you to come. No, not really. Embarrassing videos, embarrassing behavior on the field, off the field. But he's not responsible to anyone. Doesn't feel the need to be responsible to his team, to his teammates, and lives in his own world of I'm. Odell and everybody else just has to bend around to what I want to do. He knows this is a bad idea. A guy giving out money on the field after the national championship game. He knows the school's going to get in trouble, but he still did it anyway. And when he's reached for comment, I'm sure he's going to say, this is stupid. All the money that that 
The NCAA of makes course. off a kid's backs. This is stupid. Who's with me? And everybody goes, yeah, uh, this is the rule. And in your head, maybe that makes for a good argument. And it sounds like I can I can talk my way out of this and just say, well, it's stupid what's being done to kids. They don't get paid any money. Yeah, okay, but these are the rules, and you completely just flaunted yourself at them. So, yeah, so now here come some punishments for LSU. He just doesn't care. Doesn't well, care about anybody but himself. Got into the locker room, and he was holding up, right? He had the live video of, hey, I'm going to sell these Justin Jefferson cleats for hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, and just on down the line. Stuart Mandel, uh, when asked about it, right, he's the editor over at The Athletic for their college football uh, world, Go Cats. Uh, he was just saying, well, it's, it's dumb, but is the do we think the NCAA goes after him and tried to dismiss it to a degree? I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised. They'd like it to go away, but mm-hmm. they have to address it. Right, because they've gone after so many other things of um, that are kind of arbitrary. This was flying in the face of everything as they're is, celebrating on the field. This is what I'd like to say. I'd like the NCAA to say, you know what? There's not really any place in a handbook or a lesson to say, okay, now if you're on the field after a national title game and someone offers you money, here's how to respond. What I would like the NCAA to do is say there's not going to be any penalty to anybody on LSU, but Odo Beckham Jr. cannot be around the program. He can't be for a year, whatever it is. Can't be around the program. That's not like because that's because he's the guy that did it. I'd like to, uh, and he can't be around the program. That would be the right punishment. That's what I would like to see because I don't want to fault the kids. What are you going to do if you're on the field? You just won the national title. Someone comes up to you. It's oh, oh, dude, it's Odell. What's this, dude? Oh my, is this real? I don't even know. Hey, oh, this is awesome, dude. I mean, that look, they, they confetti come, is falling. They, what do you expect these kids to do? They come into their end of season discussions with Ed Ogeron. You know, here's what we need to work on in the off season. Come walking in, he's getting fur coat. Where'd you get that fur coat? What, the, what are you doing? What are you doing? Are you stupid? It's You're not drawing it's, attention. If that was a Knicks game, he would have handed out lotto scratches. <laughs> you got to take it back. Here take you go. it oh, back. Oh, wait. Did you play it all? You get a $1 scratcher. You're the quarterback. Here's a $5 scratcher. That's for Yeah, you're pretty good. Shit I like that. that. <laughs> take that back. What's that cat? You see that Cadillac? <laughs> take it back. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I got a big update from the latest in the Astros scandal coming up in 90 seconds. But first, David Gascon has what's trending. DG? I'm, I'm watching. What's, what's Wick doing right now? He's like in a. Uh, John Wick is down a finger. He's down a finger. He's, He's walking de- down a glass yes. staircase. Spoiler alert. Yes. It just came on. Oh, oh, man. Yes. Alert. We now have John Wick on all four televisions now that all the NBA action of the night is over. John wow. Wick 3 making its debut tonight on cable television. It's the second time we've watched it. Not a sponsor. If it makes you feel any better, I have a Samaritan at Yankee Stadium right now. But McLean's underneath the dam, so... Oh, all right. Oh, I thought you were watching The Fan. Which Die Hard are you watching again? <laughs> Die Hard with a Vengeance. Oh, Did, uh, Patrick O'Neill get taken out yet? No, no that, that's, that's, that's the other one. Two. That's Die Hard 2. Yeah, he was in the truck. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he gets knifed. I he wish I could run. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. I wish I was with you guys for that. Yeah, yeah. me too. And then... Toast. Yeah. And they somehow uses, what, a lighter to light up the entire <laughs> runway? 
dumbest well, thing ever. Well, they used all gasoline. Oh, dumbest thing ever. Yeah. Die Hard. Here's a Die Hard and a sequel <laughs> involving the same the same guy who's the hero. And here's another story involving his wife and the same guy who's on the plane who was the reporter that she punched at the end of the first one. Uh, and Al helps with a... I mean, really? You want to talk I, I, about... You leave yeah. Taken alone. Yeah, I kind of misspoke, too, because didn't Delta dump some gas yesterday on... on yeah, a too soon, school? man. Yeah. A lot of kids were hurt. And they weren't... Yeah, I mean, they, supposedly they weren't supposed to. The pilot says... He of was, course he you're not supposed to dump it no, on no, a no, the pilot city. said he didn't have to. The pilot said he didn't have to, yeah. so I want to see more about that story. I just want to see Colonel Stewart again on a wing fighting John McClane. That's yeah. all I want to see. You, know. uh, you really love John McClane. <laughs> he does. <laughs> former former devil, former devil's forward John McClane. I had likes. no idea you were that American. Mm. Uh, God, David, God. what is trending? USA. Screen goes right around Vooch. Got to the circle. Ducks up. Throws it off the backboard. Dunks it down. How about that? Oh, L.A. Get up and applaud that. He throws it off the backboard. He climbed up there. Got it. Jacked it down and in. Magic lead by 15. Timeout, L.A. Yeah, Magic beat the Lakers. Snapped their nine-game winning streak. 119-118. Yeah, where your 20th score. win. Portland beat Houston 117-107. to Damian Lillard had 25. Carmelo Anthony had a double-double. 18-12 and in that victory. Boston loses at home to Detroit. Denver wins against the Hornets. 100-86 to was the final. Nikola Jokic had 12 points, 8 rebounds, and 8 assists. A couple of upsets in college basketball tonight. Number 4, Auburn gets dropped at Alabama. 83-64. South Carolina at the buzzer beats Kentucky. 81-78. Seton Hall wins on the road at number 5, Butler. 78-70. And then on the ice tonight, a couple of games that have gone final now as well. St. Louis, they fall in overtime. The Philadelphia Flyers 4-3. Blackhawks 4. Canadians 1. Back to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon in just 10 seconds. First a word from Farmers. Bundle home and auto with Farmers Insurance and you could save an average of 20%. Seen it, covered it, bundled it. Call 1-800-FARMERS to get a quote today. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. 2018 nationwide average savings underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. I mean, you guys have a problem with, with McLean. I could switch to Johnny Utah. I mean, no, we, they, we no, we're, go all we're all good. We're all good. It's fine, Give me two. guys. Uh, I just want to let you know that John McClain of the Devils had three years from 89 to 91 where he had 40 goals in every year. What? That's one to John, grow on. John McClain had, had a pretty good run. And he there. won a cup, didn't he? Uh, yes, he did. Let's, yes, go, he did. let's go out with, and the, just with the Devils. Call it what it is. Beat the Red the Wings. Writers yeah. were big fans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks a bunch, you GG. Bet. Appreciate it. Uh, one college basketball final I wanted to give you was that UCLA lost to Stanford. <laughs> and. Mick Cronin, UCLA head coach, after the game, went off on his UCLA players, saying, I don't have five guys I can put on the floor right now. This is from our buddy Tim Cates over at AM570 LA Sports, paraphrasing it. Says, guys gave up tonight and continue to not listen or follow scouting reports. No leadership or accountability. He's been teed up probably more than any coach in America. This is not the first time that he's gone and... uh, lit a candle uh to his team i mean this is not this is bad it's a uh very difficult proposition there in westwood right now you thought this was bad they lost a hofstra at home this is just uh, this is nothing but i mean we're not making wednesday night yes so i'm just the fact that i don't have five guys i can put on the floor right now brian fenley is going to be paying point guard for them next week i'm calling out the play hey hey i mean that is hey coach hey That is just an insane thing to say about your team. I mean, I granted, are he's not these, wrong though. No, no he's not he's wrong. Not. And these aren't guys, all the guys that you recruited, but still to sit there and say, I don't have five guys I can put out on the floor right now. Sorry, don't have it. How many you got? I don't know. Frostburg, what are you doing? Hey.
<laughs> I would not play for the Bruins. <laughs> why? Why? No, uh, no more eligibility. No, I, I got oh. too much cash. Okay. <laughs> hey, you got money. Odell Beckham's handing you money out. Uh, big update on the latest involving the scandal for the Astros, Red Sox, Mets. Now the Mets. We got that coming up in a few minutes, but wanted to spend uh, a couple of minutes here remembering an absolute legend as today uh, Rocky Johnson passed away. 75 years old, was a WWF, WWE legend, father of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and uh, he was one of the more decorated wrestlers in the WWF back in the 1980s, the salad days. The, the the characters of the 80s are still as popular today as they were back then. That's why they keep bringing all these guys back, yeah, man. They're, look, they're rivaling, look if, if you tell me how, how popular Triple H was, and, and I'll tell you that look how popular that, that uh, the Soul Patrol was uh, with Tony Atlas and Rocky Johnson, and, and oh, how popular The Undertaker was, how popular Shawn Michaels was. I mean, this, this was the golden age of wrestling. They were larger than life. They were personality it was the the birth of professional wrestling. Where it is right now is because of what we had in the '80s. And Rocky Johnson was one of the more fun guys. You know, him and Tony Atlas as, as Soul Patrol winning the tag team championship. Remember when they beat the Samoans? And I couldn't stand the Samoans. I was so happy they lost. You know, I would love the Samoans now, but when you know, I'm, I'm 13, 14 years old. I'm like, oh, I hate the Samoans. All they do is look at each other and go, ooh, ooh, you know. But they would be funny now. But I hated them back then. And here's Tony Atlas and Rocky Johnson win the tag team championship, and you know he, he has a good four year run sure. in the WWF. They leave to go wrestle other places, but an absolute legend, Rocky Johnson, passing away. Well, he fought for titles as a singles wrestler back Harley Race, the King, before he was the King in mm-hmm. in the WWF. Eventually, everybody came and got paid uh, by the WWF after that surge in the early '80s, and when you started getting into WrestleMania and stuff. But I mean, remember the Soul Patrol as they're doing the the pose downs after matches and and everything that they were i mean the feuds with adrian adonis the magnificent don morocco i mean now i'm thinking about all these the legends that have passed you've got uh greg the hammer valentine don morocco uh, yeah no i mean the, the, the rock don morocco oh, the first was, rock don morocco he was uh he was next level he oh, was yeah. nuts uh but <laughs> you had just the those crazy feuds all the way through the magnificent one uh and you had they were the first african-american tag team champs that mm-hmm. was the the first push really within the wwf so and then obviously later on starts to train and get Dwayne. Uh, as Rocky Maivia, the <laughs> maiden name, into the business. And, well, we have The Rock all these years later. But 75 years old. Retired in 1991. Yeah. Felt a little old when I started thinking, wow, it's been that long since he would have been an active participant in any of the matches. Rocky Johnson, 75 years old. They did the 10-bell salute for him tonight. Yeah. Uh, and the crowd at the WWE event all stood in, in moment of silence for him. Uh, awesome tribute to a guy who was a WWE and WWF legend. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Coming up next, the latest salvo fired in Astros sign-stealing gate. We got it for you next, Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.